What's up, everybody? Welcome in to Amalgamation Nation, the AM Nation pod, your source for gaming, sports, anime news, and so much more. Today, as we get closer to the end of the year, we do have a gaming episode to get into. Very excited for that. We just had the Game Awards last week. We'll talk about a lot of the games announced and kind of where everybody in the industry is at with the Game Awards right now. A lot of bit, a little bit of issues coming from that. Um, we'll talk about breaking news earlier today, earlier this evening. Last of Us Naughty Dog announced that Last of Us multiplayer game Factions has been canceled. We'll get into that. Uh, Pornhub 2023 year review. That's going to be fun and more. But before we do all that, as always, I am the anime watching, booty knife gang repping. John Cena's bestie, the Shaq Daddy himself, Ryan Green Machine Ebner, and joining me today from North Carolina, Brendan B.K. Kennerly. B.K., how are you, sir? You know, I'm doing better now. It's great to hear your voice. It's great to be on here. As you know, and as the guys in the sports it's been a rough week for me, work-wise, you know, past two days. Well, like, well, the the day before last and and yesterday, so bad. Like I was I was on edge. Like had to come home from work because I, I can come home from work most days because I live less than two miles from work. Ooh. And I I pounded back beers just because I had to take the edge off. It was just that bad of a day. But thankfully, talked to the GM. So hopefully things will be getting smoothed over going forward. But it's a rough week. And so then like noon today, I was like, you know what? I, I'm not taking. I'm not solving any big problems today like I'll, i'm just gonna do basic level shit and i'm just gonna i'm gonna put this in i'm gonna put this in overdrive and from there on out like honestly just like things would come up and i'd be like i'm sorry i can't do anything right now like so I'm like oh like i need help with this and i was like i'm, I'm off tomorrow and I, I i i i gotta just make sure i get my stuff my ducks in a row before i'm off for four days here mm-hmm. then oh okay are you sure you don't have time to like i'm like no no i, I really don't i really don't like <laughs> It can wait till Tuesday. It, it can wait. Okay, it can wait till Tuesday, Jim. It can wait. So I'm doing a lot better now. Good. I have a nice alcoholic eggnog. I got some hundred proof whiskey in here. It is dynamite. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I love that. Uh, super excited! You got to be on the show today. Very, very excited for that. Um, get excited! Great pod that. yesterday. Oh, Great thank pod. you, thank you. People should go listen to it. Yeah, we did. I was just gonna say that. Uh, well, this is definitely the second time you'd be listening to my voice this week. It could be the third time, depending on when Grace by Rain episode drops. But that will be a Christmas episode. You find that wherever you find Amalgamation Nation. Just search Grace by Rain. That was really fun as well. Um, but yeah, Pete and I did the sports show episode yesterday. And I think um, I went through the uh, the intro part, and I was like, "Man, this is like one of the best ones I've ever done." Like, I was just, I just ripped right through it, and I was like, "Man, that just felt really good. That was kind of cool." Um, so excited for that. Um, BK, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? But well, besides being a dad, <laughs> yeah, I've been playing the video game uh, Dad. Um, oh, it's like video real game. life Sims. Copy that. Yeah, real life Sims, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've been playing little. When I get chances, uh, I'll play a little bit of Starfield because I've been enjoying that. Uh, a little bit of Baldur's Gate three, but then the one game that always like calls to me, you know. It's always there. 
I always enjoy it. I always have flings with it. Marvel Snap. You know. <laughs> no, because he definitely would have gotten the text. <laughs> but Civ Six, Civ Six. Like I, I just had a couple times where I was like, man, I haven't played Civ in a bit. You know, I, I just wanted to just, just hop back in there. You know, just get back in the old saddle. Get, you know, talk, touch base with the old girl. And yeah, what a great game. Just, just love it. Just so uh, playing that. Watching wise, I mean. What have I not watched lately? I've watched so much. Like just, it's it's a lot easier to watch stuff with with the baby when you're watching her mm-hmm. than it is to play video games all the time. So I mean, I've been watching The Crown, great British baking show, Holiday Baking Championship, Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, Slow Horses, Blue Eye Samurai. That's like oh, and then I mean obviously like Bob's Burgers. I'm trying to think of like what else like on Hulu. I'm trying to go through everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've been watching the Gilded Age on on Max. You know, nice. We're, we're big into that. I think that's actually like most everything. Like, and I think I told you, I texted you, so I'll tell everyone at home. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, you can take my nerd card if you want, everybody at home. Like, I've actually never seen a single Miyazaki film ever. Oh, never, yeah. or at least like I don't recall seeing. One. I could, I guess, like I could have seen one when I was younger and just maybe not known um so like i told ryan i was like i want to start watching those and try to get them done uh this winter break here because i'm going to be off a decent bit and so i've actually i'm almost all the way through i probably have about i think it's 15 20 minutes left of uh the nausicaa valley of the wind i think that's what it's called Mm -hmm. the one that came out in 86 yeah i couldn't find his his first one do you know which service that's on like it's like the castle of Cagliostro or something? Uh, no, I came don't like know what but I can find it for you. Oh, uh, that was the only one I couldn't find on Max, but because uh, I was gonna, I wanted to almost um, and this it might sound, I almost wanted to like watch him like in in order of release because I almost wanted to see like the evolution of him as like a director and a creator and everything. Like, I, don't I don't know, like I don't think it's on like an actual streaming service right now. It's oh, one of those things where you have to like rent it from like Apple TV or like Amazon, and it's like oh, uh, really I might that. just if I if I skip one, I might get over it. Yeah. I, I think I'll be okay. Yeah, but yeah, right. so like I'm watching the the Nasca one, and it's it's good. It's it's a little disjointed the, this mm-hmm. one, um, but like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch them all. So and obviously Cassidy will be watching them with me. Awesome. So, there you go. Oh, what I have been watching a lot of too. I've been watching a decent bit of Sesame Street because uh, that's on HBO yeah. Max as well. There's a lot of episodes, and I've been watching a lot of Miss Rachel. Do you oh, know who yeah. Miss Rachel is? I know who Miss Rachel is, brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. dude. I've watched a lot of Miss Rachel. Very nice. What a nice lady. Yeah, I know sign language now. Yeah, she could teach me anytime. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Rachel. <laughs> um, let's see. What have I been playing? Oh, I've been playing a lot of the new things in Fortnite, which we're going to get into Fortnite later and go through some of the numbers. But the Lego Fortnite I started to do. I'm not a big survivor game person. That's not my my jive. All right. It's not my jam. And I think like David and them know because they always try to ask me to play like a bunch like seven days to live die whatever and then the minecraft or arc or anything like that that is not my jam i just don't find that to be as like fun for me um but i do really like like the lego like how the aesthetic and everything how it looks in fortnite so i was like you know i just want to try this out honestly it's pretty fun now 
I also have reached this point in my life where currently I don't like playing games with other people. I just kind of like to do things by myself. So, like, I do feel slightly bad then when, like, David and everybody wants me to get on, like, their, like, world in the Fortnite Lego thing. And I'm just kind of like, no, I just want to do my own little thing and just, like, figure the game out myself and, like, figure, you know, do my own thing. Um, the racing in there has been fun. Rocket racing. That's been really cool. Uh, the, the Fortnite festival thing, which is basically rock band, rock band and guitar hero back with harmonics, like bringing it back is really cool. I've heard the rumors that we're getting a guitar possibly in January. So like I'm all in now. Cause that's cool as fuck. Like the fact that Fortnite did this is insane when we're going to get into that. But like, I played a lot of that. Um, as of right now, the TMNT skins are out. So like probably before I go to bed, I'll log in real quick and buy Michelangelo. I uh, have to do it. That is my turtle. Uh, my brothers and I, we each had a turtle growing up. Uh, Nick was Leonardo. My brother Tim is Raphael. My brother Danny is Donatello. And I got Michelangelo. So my brother was like, my brother Nick's like, we each of us have to buy this. We each have to get our turtle. So we play Fortnite together. We can each be the TMNT turtles. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. Um, also, super fucking cool, man. On YouTube, what I've been watching before I go to sleep, the original TMNT cartoons are streaming all day long. And I, before I went to bed, like on their channel, it's free. It's just streaming. Yeah. I clicked it because I saw it on like my like for you. And it ended up being the very first episode, like where like April O'Neil meets them and everything. Yes, dude. It was so cool. Before I went to bed, I watched it. It was really, really cool. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. This is fantastic. It is. It's so beautiful. I was so excited. I heard the song and I was just like, oh shit, this is cool. It wasn't cool that like I didn't go to bed till one o'clock, but <laughs> it was still cool. So I've been watching that. Um, I saw Godzilla minus one. Beautiful, amazing, awesome. Um, maybe, maybe my movie of the year. It might be. Uh, we'll save that for another time. But my God. <sighs> Awesome. Um, did I see any other movies? I am going to see the day after Christmas, the Iron Claw, the new A24 film about the Von Erichs, the wrestling movie about the Von Erichs. With yeah, yeah, I remember when I sent you that trailer. Yeah, yeah, that I'm looks gonna, that looks cool. I'm very excited to see that. Gonna go see that after Christmas. Um, I still really want to see Napoleon. Uh, mm. so, so does my dad, and we we haven't gotten around to doing that. Uh, but you know that'll be cool. Also, did, I don't know if I didn't put this in the notes, but did you see? That Max is gonna has got the deal for all the A twenty four films. You saw that, right? Oh, I did not. Yeah, so A twenty four now their movies when they go to streaming service are gonna go right to Max. That's great because yeah, I still haven't watched um, everything everywhere at once. Or I think yes, the, that, yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I want to watch that. I feel like that might be something we like. We need to like queue up together. Hey, you free? Hey, yeah, I'm yeah. free. And like, boom, we just queue it up together. And we just because yeah. I go. tried to watch it one time um, and I think I had like too many things going on. And I could not concentrate. I'm like, I'll just have to do this another time. Yes. Yeah, well, have you um? Did you watch uh, Killers of the Flower Moon? No, I, with the, Leonardo DiCaprio. Three Camper, and a half hour drama. No, I have not. Yeah. No, that's a lot of time for me I, to pencil out. Yeah, well, like, because yeah. like I told Colin, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, like Scorsese's got another movie out. She's like, oh, like that's cool, and like showed her the trailer. She's like, oh yeah, like we're gonna have to try to watch this. Yeah, and she's like, oh, like maybe we could see it, like on a date night, you know, if things like work out, and uh, which is like a big if as, as yeah, well. Right. Um, but uh, and I was like, oh yeah, great. And then and then like some like you know 
it was like five or seven minutes went by. And she's like, oh, well, it's Scorsese. How long is that movie? And I was like, well, you know, it's like, you know, three hours and three and a half hours. She was like, oh, yeah, no, we can't do that. No. <laughs> she's like, I, I'm not spending three and a half hours at a movie theater on purpose. <laughs> it's like, oh, I mean, okay. Like, oh, obviously you didn't see Lord of the Rings then. Copy that, dude. You don't remember having to sit through that <laughs> shit? <laughs> she did not. She, yeah. she didn't watch it until I made her on the couch. Oh, that's way more comfortable then. That's way, oh, man. Woo. Yeah. Those are long. Um, let's see. Anything else I've been watching? Yeah, I'm a couple episodes behind on Monarch, but I did start that. Really like it. Love the, the different take on it. Really thought that was cool. Um, today, the live action Yu Yu Hakusho came out. And I'm like real interested to do that. Real interested. It's been favorable reviews. Everything I've seen Mm -hmm. so far, like people like aren't mad. Like similar to like when the live action One Piece came out, like people were actually like, "Oh, I'm I'm having fun." Yeah. And so like, oh, because like I mean, like my wife and I watched the live action One Piece. I told you I was like, "Hey, like." I had never watched the One Piece anime. I was like, oh, but like this is like good. And even Colleen was like, oh, I, I might be willing to watch the anime. And I was like, well, if we would, like, thought I was like, it's like a thousand fucking episodes. I was like, we would watch. I was like, I would look up what episodes watch specifically because no, thank you. Well, what's <laughs> tough about One Piece is that like even when you do that, there's not like a ton of filler in One Piece. A lot of it is just because they're pirates, dude. They're just on adventures, so it's like. It, it's weird when you get like it's hard to it's not like naruto where naruto there was like there is definite definite filler like you know it from the jump you know when you watch the episode you're like that's this is not gonna be important to me there's no reason for it you know uh bleach i think does that too at times you're like i didn't oh yeah this. they're just like they're like oh we got in halloween town somehow and you're just like you know, and then obviously the best filler episode of all time, the beach episode of Bleach, the best one of all time. Don't skip that one, everybody. It's a great time. I tweeted about that. I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I know this is anime filler when it's just babes in bikinis just That's rolling it. around. Like yeah. I was like, there's not a samurai samurai sword in sight. Nope. They don't care, dude. They've they've put all their swords away, dude, for that. They don't care. It's fine. Their Zanpaktos are away. Um, yeah, I, I love how there was a storyline in that episode of one of the girls stuffing her bikini so her boobs could look. I was like, really, really, like, I, just I love bleach. I was, oh, oh my god, so good, so good. Um, before we get into the rest of the gaming news, first of all, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's at AmNationPod. Hit the follow button on all those. Listen on podcast services such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search Amalgamation Nation. As we mentioned at the top of the episode, we do have a new uh, sports episode out with Pete and myself. Uh, and then, as I did mention, Grace by Rain, new episode on her podcast where you find the Amalgamation Nation. We're talking Christmas, so go enjoy your get yourself into some Christmas spirit here as we head into the holidays. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Undead Black Bull is where you find David. You give him a follow and a sub. If you have Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch gaming sub a month, so give it to undead black bull and another cool way to help support the show at no extra cost to you is the epic games content creator code which is am nation pod so maybe you're on Fortnite and the plethora of options now you have within Fortnite to do uh, and you're in the store and all that good stuff i did mention teenage mutant ninja turtles are out right now and what's also cool i didn't say this in, when i was talking about it but you get their lego skin too just want everybody to understand that so you'll be able to play them in regular Fortnite, the lego Fortnite, and you even get their instruments for the rhythm one 
So kind of cool. Use the contact creator code AMNationPod. Help support the show. No extra cost to you. All right. So the Game Awards happened. Okay. They came. They left. First of all, Baldur's Gate ran away with it. Ran away with it. Won a large amount of awards, including Game of the Year. Went to Baldur's Gate. Um, really, really cool. You know, as somebody that is, has not played Baldur's Gate, uh, I can't speak on how good Baldur's Gate is. I know BK's played Baldur's Gate, David, Nick, and others. I'm sure it's going to have its name popped around in the AM Nation Pod Game of the Year, um, which, you know, we're getting close to that too, which is cool. Um, but the, we'll get into like where I think the awards are at after this, but I'll go through some of the games announced and then I'll kind of tell you what I liked. Uh, Brothers, if you remember Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, that remake is coming out February 28th. Poly Island 2, Panda Circus, The Rise of the Golden Idol, which is coming to Netflix. Usual June, Assassin's Creed Nexus VR. So Assassin's Creed in VR with a, like you like you're in the uh, you're in control of a bunch of different assassins from a variety of the games. Oh, kind of cool. Windblown Early Access PC 2024 Persona 3 Reloaded, and then we get a special. I knew we were gonna get at least one celebrity. We got all right, all right, all right. We got Matthew McConaughey for Exodus, which. If you've seen Interstellar and you're like, I like that fucking movie, big fan of that movie, and you're like, hey, I think that'd be a cool video game concept, here you go, because that's what this is, uh, except a little bit different in the sense that there's aliens and like there's a war going on and like really cool. Exodus, probably one of the games to keep an eye out for there with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I don't, he, he doesn't play the main character that you play as, like he doesn't voice that, but he does voice a character in the game. Then they, they start slinging some big dick. I'm not going to lie. God of War. You see Kratos, and you're like, what the fuck? And, like, you could audibly hear the reaction from the crowd while they're showing this trailer and, like, how hyped they were. And I was like, are we getting a God of War 3 teaser already? Like, there's no way. There's no way, like, Santa Monica. Like, they're, they're not ready for this. No. They shadow dropped a free DLC. It's out right now. Um, It's, like their take on a roguelite but with kratos but from everything i heard from it is that the trailer actually undersold the dlc and like how good it is and how like how much story is in it with kratos so very cool if you're a big fan of god of war that's out for free right now kamari uh no rest for the wicked did you like ori will the wisp do you think that it would be cool if it was darker and had stories about gods well, here is No Rest for the Wicked. Looks pretty fucking cool, guys. Not gonna lie. That looks pretty dope. I'm very excited for that. And then Sega, they were like, hey, you guys thought we were getting sold? Joke's on you guys. They showed off like the, a list of like eight games they're working on that are gonna be like the next 10 years of their development, including Crazy Fucking Taxi's coming back. So cool. So cool. I, I have to pipe in here mm-hmm. as the Sega kid, uh-huh. as we all know, as a tortured Sega kid. Crazy mm-hmm. and fucking Taxi, fucking slapped. Like I, I got a Dreamcast uh, when it came out. Crazy uh, Taxi was one of the mm-hmm. the games you had to get. You know the the, the can't miss. And um, 
it's crazy that it, that was such a successful game that mm-hmm. like it kind of just died out that it just left like that should have been an easy franchise honestly just to make money constantly so like that's so cool that's coming back what's going to be interesting is the soundtrack because a lot of people with those the crazy tax game the soundtrack was very iconic so like if they can if they just pay up and get a just get an they they just pay for good music yeah and the gameplay is like what it was it, it'll be it'll it's gonna sell like hotcakes it's it's, it's gonna be easy money literally yeah, they also showed off, they showed the titles Jet Set Radio, Shinobi, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, and more. So those are. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Streets of Rage? Yes. Sega's working on another what? Streets of Rage, dude. Yeah. 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 Oh. Now, man. again, like I said, this I is like the next 10 years of development for Sega, but like, yeah. It was crazy, dude. Like the trailer was like just these two people, like like a couple or friends, whatever they were, playing games, and then like everything starts shaking, and then all of a sudden it just starts ripping through gameplay, like different games. And I'm like, these are all Sega games. It's crazy. And it's like games coming soon. It's boom, 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 boom. And then it shows the little Sega thing, the little with the eye and everything, and the Sega's in the eye. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Not gonna lie. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I as somebody that was more of a Nintendo kid, I was still like, "Damn, dude, it's pretty cool." And then I saw Crazy Taxi, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is it." Very excited. That's that was a big that was a big moment. Um, and then another big moment for me. Um, they announced Dragon Ball Tenkaichi Budokai Tenkaichi Four last or this past summer at like a Bandai thing or a fighting tournament thing, and we heard nothing about it. And uh, Jeff Jeff comes out and he's like, hey, fans of Dragon Ball, you're going to really like this. And I thought it was that other game that they're working on with Toriyama where the sand, the sand one, his other manga that he's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it just shows the desert at first. I'm like, no, I mean, it's still cool because I love that art style, but like, no. And then I see Goku and Vegeta flying and I said, they did it. They're going to show it. And there it is fucking dragon ball Be- budokai tenkaichi 4 or is it what it's called here in english and the english language is going to be called dragon ball sparking zero you can wish list it right now coming to ps5 xbox series x and pc uh very very excited very very excited budokai tenkaichi just one of the best series one of the best fighting game series that they've had and um the fact that we're going back to that, and it looks so good it was so beautiful you know the character lineup's going to be stacked it's, it's going to be the first dragon ball game to, to have four different series characters in it so you're going to have like your dragon ball characters your dragon ball z characters your dragon ball gt characters and then your dragon ball super characters so it's going to be really cool i'm very very excited i will have to well, people will be buying their own controllers for this just because of the fucking joystick you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get a fresh one, dude. Don't be using your, you know, just keep one just for Budokai. Um, Visions of Mana 2024. What I will tell you now to sell, not to necessarily sell you, because it's not like that's, I don't even know if this is going to be my jam either. But what's big if you're an Xbox fan or any really non-PlayStation user, this game is not exclusive to Sony. It is coming to Xbox. It's coming to other platforms. This is all part of Square Enix's relationship with Xbox kind of like getting better um from what i also know come by the end of the year the final fantasy 16 uh block is up so it'll be able to start coming to other uh-huh. platforms including pc and stuff so and the final fantasy 7 remake 
is should be up as well here soon. So get Square Enix definitely Xbox working really hard with Square Enix to kind of like get this relationship back going again. And I think when you look at the year Square had where, you know, Final Fantasy 16 awesome game. Um but it didn't sell as well and I don't think it didn't sell well because the game wasn't good. I think it didn't sell well because it was linked to only PlayStation. And I think Square's kind of starting to figure that out that they have to like branch out more again. You know what I mean? So Visions of Mana, that showing me Xbox, I was like, oh, uh oh, here we go. Square Enix and Xbox working together again. Here we go. Kind of cool. It's 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 just weird that a Final Fantasy franchise that's always been kind of tied, associated with Sony PlayStation didn't sell as well. Like that, it, it just doesn't have the cachet that it does. You know what I mean? Like, and that that sounds weird because like, fi- but I think Final Fantasy VII remake and the. Uh, the next one was a. It's called Rebirth, right? Yeah. Not the next one. Yep. I think that's a whole different animal than just the normal mainline numbered games. One hundred percent. Sounds weird. One hundred percent. It I has it's a. Just a. It's just a different animal. It has a cult following, right? People were literally like begging for Final Fantasy VII remake for so long. We get it, and then what's even better about it, which you know, obviously, you know, both of us, BK and I, both play Final Fantasy VII remake, is that if you were to look into the original story it's completely different already from the original story so like they redid it from the ground up and completely redid things which made it even more like oh man this is so cool because it's a newer it's a new experience all over again for people um and rebirth um they did give us a really cool trailer for rebirth during this as well and it had like a whole musical number and everything and like dude oh i can't wait that's coming out next year february yeah it's yeah. coming out February. February, Shoot. dude. Yeah, I, I gotta. I'll probably be all over that one. Well, I, yeah, I and it's like I almost feel like board. I kind of I gotta do the DLC. No, Crisis Core. Don't we? We gotta do that, don't we? Because they're in it. They're in the Rebirth. It's like a whole part of the story. Oh my! Zach or whatever his name is, the the black haired character that's in it. Well, it, what about the first DLC? Do you have to do that one? Isn't that too? it? Like the. No, because there's in there two. Oh yeah, I think there's two. I think it's whatever the Crisis Core. Yeah. I think it's called. I think that's the one that you gotta you okay. have to do. I gotta look into yeah, that. Yeah, you gotta do. Yeah, I mean, I can watch a YouTube that, video. I, you can, I can watch a YouTube video explaining it to me too. I don't really care. You know, I'm not really I'm not crazy. <laughs> it don't matter to me. You know, I know my I know how much finite time I have at times to do things. That's, so like, you know that's I mean? true. You're not gonna stop me <laughs> from playing fucking Rebirth because God damn it looks good i'm so excited uh we got rise of ronin that's coming out march 22nd 2024 look pretty cool then we had hoje uh hideo kojima come out for od which is the project that hideo kojima kojima productions is working on xbox with and not only is he doing it alone though jordan peele is a part of the process and he is and hideo kojima said more uh other actors and directors and stuff and other people will be a part of this as well not just jordan peele well, that's like a big name getting involved. Who's a big? That, that's this. This is going to be a scary game. So I, I you can't, can't play, play it. it. Like you I, can't play it. It's going to be real scary. It. He just said like, it's like going back like, to like his ooh. horror roots. So like, oh yeah. no, I'm out. Yeah, like, y'all enjoy it for yeah. me. Like yeah. y'all have fun. Like yeah. like this is where Mike needs to play this. Like oh, I hope so. Monster Hunter, like just like get all over this. Like, will you play it if it's if it's yeah. if it's spoopy? Yeah, I'll play it. 
I like Silent Hill okay. and stuff like that, so like I'll do it. I'll do it. Bless you. God I'll do it. You. I'll do it. For, I'll do it for the children. I do it. I do a Shag Daddy love the children. He do it for the children. Um, then I don't know if you knew this. Did you ever hear the rumors about a Jurassic Park game back in the two thousands that got canceled? Did you ever hear about that? I I wouldn't remember now. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really remember it too much either. I like vaguely had an idea of what it was, but I was like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, if that was like that long ago, like the internet wasn't even that popular yet. So like, how would I have known? You know, maybe I read it in like a games magazine at some point in my youth. Um, but that is back. Jurassic Park Survival. It is a survival game set in the world of Jurassic Park. That looks fucking cool. Um, spoiler. I am in the process for the show of trying to get access to being like a content creator for the game, for the show. I already discussed this with David and Nick, depending on like how many codes we get and like things like that. And like Junior, those three guys would be the ones I would lean into because they're more of a survival games players than the rest of us. Um, and, you know, Jurassic Park. But I'm very interested in this. This looks really cool. It's looked pretty dope. Um, with it literally like it was the classic scene, um, but it was like whoever the girl is in the story and she's hiding behind the lab bench as the raptors come through. And then as she's leaving, she like falls into a giant thing and she looks down. It's a giant T-Rex print. She turns around. The T-Rex is in front of the Jurassic Park sign, like doing the roar. And it's like, I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Again, not a big Survivor game guy, but I do like Jurassic Park. So cool. Black Myth Wukong. Um, August 20th, uh, that looked pretty cool as well. Uh, some of these I'm like, I'm like vaguely kind of remembering. There's a few that like really stand out to me, but, uh, I believe this looked cool too. Final Fantasy is coming to Apex Legends January 9th. So a lot of the weapons are going to be in there and like skins and stuff, um, for Apex Legends. Also, the, there's two DLCs right now for Final Fantasy 16 that just dropped. Uh, one out now, another one later, but the one that's out now, you get the Buster Sword. Final Fantasy 7. So Clive carries the Buster Sword in it. Kind of fucking cool. Not gonna lie. I like I marked out a little bit. I was like, oh, that's the Buster Sword. Um, Skull and Bones, BK. February 16th, buddy. Is it gonna hit this date? Because it's got a it got a whole trailer, it got everything. No. And there's I monsters to it. fight in it. I didn't know I that. Know. Dude. Is this a game that we're going to have to play as a podcast crew? We might. I might have to do I, it. I'm not excited that it comes out like a week before Final Fantasy Rebirth. Oh, fuck. That's uh, awful. Like, no, like I won't be able to like, do enough with that. You, you know how I, I was trying to spend less on like video games this year? Because like, yeah. hey, like, you know, like, mm -hmm. got a kid. And then I think I bought like five or six. So I was like, well, well, which was like really good for me. I was like, hey. On the positive side brother. for us is if we do get Skull and Bones, we just split it because of game share. You know what I'm saying? Like, See, this yeah, is why. Cool. This is why you're the host. Final this Fantasy, we can't host. do that. We're just kind of fucked. You know no, what I mean? Like, we're just, no, just kind of no. fucked. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can, I can just like throw you some money for Skull and Bones. Right here, you go. Just, just go buy. Yeah, it. just go get it. We're just gonna do it. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, so just, here you go. <laughs> I meant to talk to Mike about this because I know he watched the Game Awards. I really meant to text him because I think was it was it on the podcast or was it in the group chat where he put that he was at GameStop and they had it like out and he was like. Why is this out? That, that, and it said yeah, December thirty first. That was him. Yeah, and he was like, "Why is this out?" She's like, "Oh, that's just like it's just there." Blah blah. blah. And I was gonna be like, "Look at dude, there's a date." Uh, we'll see if it sticks that date. I kind of hope it does. And like I said, I did not know that there was like like uh, sea monsters that you fight. 
I thought it was literally just people and like other boats. So I was like, oh shit, there's like way more than this than I thought. I'm very excited to see like what this actually is the finished product of this game. I hope it's good for the developers and everything. I hope so. Um, but we'll see. Then I also hope people sorry to interrupt no, you further. Like take it slightly easy on the developers because I maybe just because this game has been in development hell. Like seriously. Yeah. So it's just like I hope people just not like they don't need to give the game like necessarily like a break like critically like raise its score because of that but like just like have sl the slightest bit of like empathy it was like hey like this thing was just going through just was just going through the ringer so like just don't pile on it too hard don't hate on it just to hate just like just kind of be nice a little bit just like yeah. just at least i don't know i i just just trying to put out some some small good vibes which is like anti of my character on this podcast but uh <laughs> i understand that yeah he's gonna be like a little cool with it man like you said it went through hell to get to this point and like I, i'm very hopeful that it's what it's well i don't think it's gonna be a great game i really don't i, I don't no, think it has I, the ability I, to do I, that sea of thieves will be will, will end up being the more successful of the two and it's like not even close like yeah sea of thieves has been ridiculous for well, for rare and microsoft it's made money just like hand over fist and like yeah skull and bones won't ever be that just because of development hell but i as long as it's like enjoyable like like we were talking about like a movie in the pre-show like oh like a, yeah. like a popcorn movie i think if it's a popcorn game just 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 fun just hopping out with your friends and it, it's just just fun yeah. successful yeah i'm seeing the score of that game too oh yeah i Nuts. like look turned around i was like what's well, happening dude oh my yeah, god it's 35 to zero Oh my God! The overhit with just the Raiders. I I, dude, I started. I picked up the Raiders defense and started them. What a wow! Pickup. What a move. Oh, they have wow. like I think it's like four fumbles or something like that. Four, three or four. Wow, that's crazy! Wow, I just turned around. and I was like, "What is going on, dude?" I guess. Okay, copy that. Um, then we get. It looks like Xbox got its Marvel video game, Arcane is working on blade set in paris this looked really cool blade was like in the barber chair he's like don't worry i don't bite and then he showed his fang and i was like oh fuck dude they're getting a marvel game no fucking way xbox did this there's no way they got one and then it starts and it's blade it looks really really cool i love how uh, excited the, the developers were when they came out on stage i will say though what was weird to me at first it was like why didn't xbox like from the rooftop scream xbox exclusive or like xbox 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 and they didn't do that and it actually took them like a week until they actually posted about it now i was at the time like hmm that's weird are they really gonna fuck around like this and like have that game go to other platforms like playstation because like fuck you dude don't do that like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not not to be like that type of person. And like, it's got to be like console wars. It's not like that. But like, I don't get to play. So I had to buy Spider-Man on my play PS5. So like, just do it. You know what I mean? Like, you'll have to do the same thing for Wolverine and you'll do it. Gladly and I'll do, I have like, no yeah. problem doing it. I honestly don't. It's just that Xbox is like, hey, man, your turn. You could do it um, now. In hindsight, after I thought about this now for a week, they're still going through the process of like the FTC refiling and stuff and everything like that. So I think Xbox is going to be like real quiet on like exclusive stuff until everything's done and then you'll get it. But it, there's no way that's not an exclusive. I just, I don't, 
you know what I mean? There's no way. Yeah. Like like, like what we were talking about when – so when Microsoft bought Acti- not Activision. Bethesda? Geez. Well, <laughs> Bethesda, thank you. Mm-hmm. Is, um, Bethesda had a game in the works already for Indiana Jones. And so when Bethesda negotiated with Disney to say, hey, we, like, we want to make this game because obviously you're not going to start working on that game with their IP without you know explicit approval – they had worked into the initial contract that it was it was going to be multi-plat. So then, when they were taking it back to be a more uh, on just on just Xbox platforms and PC, they had to kind of they, Microsoft kind of had to grease the wheels with Disney and so forth. And I think that's a similar situation. Like I imagine these were also in the same talks around the same time uh, because you know these games are planned years and years in advance, and yeah. so like. And, like, honestly, it is kind of funny that Arcane, coming off Redfall with vampires, they choose to do Blade. Like, there is some irony to that, like, having, like, a vampire hunter. So it's, like, but, like, I, I think this will be exclusive. It's It was just, like, they're going to have to grease the wheel again, like, because they originally, when Bethesda was talking the contracts, okay? Yeah, yeah no, this is going to come to all consoles, which makes right. Disney happy, you know, for the most part. But, like, kind of like how Disney doesn't mind. Like how Deathloop already had a contract out there. It was already lined up that it was ha- going to have to be on multi-plat. Like there's nothing yeah. I could do for that. Um, so it's going to be really, really interesting. Now, you know, I'm I'm so intrigued on what this is going to be. And I'm so excited for it. Um, I think I'm just really excited that we're getting different Marvel properties across different studios right so you have insomniac working on the spider-man games and then wolverine you have ea working on an iron man game you have another studio that's working on that black panther captain america game now you have arcane working on blade like i love that that's cool that we're gonna get it from a different a bunch of different companies a bunch of different studios that are gonna have their own take on these characters and these stories and uh i'm very very excited for that because i mean we've already seen like obviously what insomniac's done with spider-man miles morales and spider-man 2 like jesus it's amazing but like uh i'm very very excited yeah i'm I, well so like our arcane has had it like a bit rough but like you gotta think like dishonored and dishonored 2 and prey i mean they're and death loop I mean, yeah and yeah death loop like so it's like they went four for five which yeah. is like uh, if you're playing baseball or like you're playing basketball and you're shooting like and you shoot four or five in the field like you're hot like yeah. you're fine it's yeah. just like we, there's a lot of recency bias uh, in video games where, like, we just tend to think about, like, mm-hmm, how about you, you you put up that stinker? Because, like, that's just that's just what's on your tongue still. You, you still have mm-hmm. that flavor there, and you're like, ugh, yeah, that tastes gross. like shit. Yeah. So, but, like, historically, top-notch. I really like how, you know, I mean, I, I would have said, like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, Blade was kind of almost like a top-tier Marvel yeah. character because he was, because of the Wesley Snipes movies, people forget that, that, like, those were comic book movies before comic book movies were like a thing. Yep. Like they, they they were. It's like you had Batman movies, you had Superman, and weirdly you had Blade. Well, Blade kind of like, saves when you look back at those stories and you watch documentaries on it, like Blade saved Marvel from like going yeah. bankrupt and a lot of issues they were gonna have. Like without Blade, you don't get the X Men movies, you don't get the Sammy Rammy movies, and you definitely don't have the MCU. Like you don't have any of that without Blade. So Blade's very, very important. Exactly. Yeah. So like I'm glad that he's He's getting his glow up here because yep. that MCU project is that's kind of been in a development hell. Like it's changed directors a few times. Right. Mary Harris Ali, great actor, 
not getting any younger though like let's just be honest you know right. so who knows when that's coming out so it's really cool that he, he's gonna get this game and and i guarantee you also in those in the the, the contract talks to get blade that like they were absolutely with disney and loving cross promotion all that they were absolutely 100 percent talking about oh the plan for their movie franchise like kicking it off when he's gonna appear trying to tie that timing wise as close as they could to the game without having the stories necessarily be the same thing because they probably aren't but trying to get that cross synergy promotion help yeah. both perform well so it's this is this is just exciting it's it, this is this is really cool it like when's the last time we saw a blade in the video game it, probably one of the uh midnight the, suns right uh, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, I sense. But yeah, like, I besides that, though. Ago, yeah, them. but but besides that, like, you're right. Like, I don't know. Maybe an Ultimate Alliance one or two. Yeah, Ultimate Alliance. That, that that's what I was thinking of uh, before yeah. we brought up Midnight Suns. Can't really forgot that. So, but it's like he's never been the uh, the star. No, he's never been the star of the show. No. So, like, I I think that's I think that's cool. I think this it's it it was a, it's a good decision by Arcane too to almost to do instead of like I guess like one of the the big ones, the big names. I hate to bump lay down, but like I, just right now he's not. But mm-hmm. like just just to kind of say, hey, we're gonna take a lesser tier character and we're boom, we're, yeah. we're gonna run with it, give him the glow up. Yeah, absolutely. Very very excited for that. Uh, Last Sentinel looked pretty cool. It's set decades from now in a reconstructed to- Tokyo. Uh, you're gonna play as Hiromi Shoda, a, a narrative focused open world action game. Looked pretty cool. They look like a cool trailer. I like that. Um, the team that made No Man's Sky is working on a new game called Light No Fire. This game, as they pitched it, is a... Mm, I don't, I don't want to get this wrong, so I'm going to try to look this up. Uh, it's basically set... It's set on one giant, massive planet Earth. Okay? They're selling it to you as a massive, open-world, MMO-like planet that you're on that other people are on the same planet as you it's just one planet one planet you got the mountains you're like flying dragons around it looks like and like i don't know man it looks really cool i i i i i know what happened with no man's sky and how it was really oversold to what happened now obviously what everything that came after it's really cool and um really really awesome um it's gonna be it's a fancy planet the size of earth it's a game about adventure building survival and exploration together um it's gonna be really interesting man it's gonna be cool i'm really really excited for it um to see what this eventually becomes from them um it brings the depth of playing games to the freedom of survival sandbox so we'll see we'll see um like i said pretty cool i mean what a what a story no man's sky became right like what a turnaround story so i hope they get it right out of the gate with light no fire that'd be really cool um final fantasy i mentioned the expansions are out now first one is and then it ends with something that i just knew one person on this podcast was probably just nutting and just screaming monster hunter wilds coming in 2025 looks like monster hunter will return to those monster hunter world type game with monster hunter wilds that means monster hunter mike will be very very excited very very excited 
for the return of this. Uh, gotta wait a while. You're gonna have to wait till 2025. That's okay. Uh, we got a few things happening in 2025, including GTA 6 as well, but we'll get into that. Overall, like to me, the games that I was really excited about, Blade from Arcane, look obviously just because I'm like, dude, oh my god, we're getting Blade, and then we're getting an, an Xbox Marvel game. It was really cool. Um, obviously, Dragon Ball Tenkaichi 4, Dragon Ball Sparking Zero. Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my jam. Um, I did say earlier, No Rest for the Wicked from the creators of Ori and the Will of the Wisp. That game looked really, really cool. And I'm very excited for that. I also heard a lot of people, uh, Windblown. Windblown looked really cool, too. Windblown, like this like cartoony, like kind of art style, looked really, really cool. You know what game I wish they would have shown off and it ended up showing off later this week is the one I sent you where it's like a first-person shooter, but it's like classic cartoon. You know what I'm talking about? The mouse game? Yeah, that looked cool. That that looks dynamite. That yeah. that looks super original, super unique. Like honestly, like this sounds crazy. I saw the trailer and I was like, game of the year conversation for when it comes out, just because that is so unique mm-hmm. and cool. Like that is how that's how you yeah, like, get like it's in the conversation. Yeah. Very, very excited for that. Uh, Exodus, the, the Matthew McConaughey game, looked really cool just because it's like this, like the alien species comes and they're like, it's killing everybody and blowing up shit. And then uh, what ends up happening is you're with your partner that you're you're in love with. You're in love with this person and you send them into the ship to get away. And then you take off and you end up splitting like reality or something. So where you go, time moves very slow. But then back on Earth or whatever it was, it's like th- hundreds of years. Like it's it's very, uh, very cool. Looked like a really cool thing. And obviously Matthew McConaughey. So I was like, oh, I like that. So some really cool game. I think as a whole, the announcements made it one of the best like announcement game award wise we've ever had. It was really crazy. Like how many bangers they really put out and like how they did it. But, but the game awards as a whole. Um, not really an award show this year at all, right? Um, I know last year you had the Christopher Judge thing. That was a big joke in the beginning, right? Like his uh, long, long, long speech that he had. Um, he made the joke today uh, on the show when he was doing He's like, my speech last year was longer than the Call of Duty campaign this year. And I thought that was funny. I found that really, really funny. Um, but it was just really like actually kind of uncomfortable. Like when they were giving their speeches and like, a lot of these people, like, they're accepting the awards, like, that, you know, they're not, like, nat- native English speakers, so, like, you know, it's gonna take them a little bit to formulate what they want to say, and, like, then they start playing the music, like, to rush them off, and it's just weird, I don't, I didn't feel good about that, I also hated that most of the awards just got, like, were thrown aways in between ads or whatever, where Jeff Keighley's like, and this is the winner, and this is the winner, and the- I didn't even get an opportunity to celebrate, or, like, anything like that like how is best rpg a throwaway award like i don't understand that i was very confused by all of the decisions um and i think a lot of people there was a lot of backlash for it you know what i mean i'm sure you saw too like all the backlash that, that they were getting no i mean that was that was flooding my timeline and I, and I felt so out of it and because like like a lot of people were asking about like obviously you're like oh hey did you watch it i was like no like you know I go to bed a lot of nights at eight thirty now because because I'm I'm also up at like five right so it's just, you know I'm up early, going to bed earlier and um, so yeah and just so many people are asking me about it, um, 
Yeah, it's and we had quite a few conversations about the game awards, and it's it's just a bummer because I think uh, Jeff Keighley and crew probably want this uh, Hollywood esque Oscars type of like glitz and glam. They wanna they wanna show off all like they really want to like turn it into these big stars and all that stuff. And it's like, well, it's like, you, I think you can do that with like movie stars because, you know, that's like the personality of actors. Like they kind of have to be like incredibly narcissistic to a certain degree. You know, that that's just, that's part of it. Not everyone is like, I'm obviously stereotyping, but like video game developers. Like, I mean, it's a lot of nerds. Like, let's just yeah. be honest. It's, it's just nerdy people. They're not, they're not overly cool, and so they're just they're they're not gonna exude that persona, and so and I think when he's leaning into that, like that hurts, and where and people that are watching the video game awards are also nerds, right? They don't want to see the Oscars. They they just want to see they just want to see the nerds having a good, good time and like rejoicing in nerddom, and where and so like and that's part of the problem, like with this, like like at least. And like I said, like part of the problem, and I'll let you go into like the next part as well. Um, but that's just this doesn't need to be the glitz and glam. This just this needs to be almost like grimy and yeah, disgusting to to a certain degree. And I know that sounds weird, but it's like just it's not meant to be the most sexy show. But guess what? We don't care. We don't want it to be yeah. a sexy show. My biggest thing is right. It got off Spike TV. And it went to YouTube and like now, like, so you're not, you're not, you know, held to like the chains of like a TV station or anything like that. Right. So you get to kind of just do your own thing. And it just seems like every year, Jeff Keeley, this is the, I think this is the ninth one. So next year will be the 10th and they struggle with a balance. Like they just cannot figure it out. And, you know, I love all the announcements. Don't get me wrong. But if you just want to be an announcement show, then just sell yourself as that. Don't sell yourself as an award show because that's not what it is. You know what I mean? This is basically the winter E3. This is what it is. And if that's what you want it to be, then just be honest with yourself and be honest with everybody else and sell it that way. Let the other video game things do their awards, right? The Dice Awards and the Golden Joystick Awards and all those other ones. And, you know, maybe... You know, what would be cool then if, if Jeff, if Jeff just thinks that like he just can't get it and this is his vision, right? And, or maybe it is that he just doesn't give a fuck and this is just what he wants to do and that's fine. But if that's the case and you want it to be this way, I would really like them to like partner with the Dice Awards and then like air the Dice Awards on YouTube and stuff. And like, so we could just watch that because they give the opportunity to the developers to go out there and thank everybody. And like, that's the thing. Like when you talk about like casuals aren't watching the Game Awards, dude. They're not. That's not what it is. That's why it got off TV because they realize that like you're not gonna tune into that. Like you're just not. You're not gonna get like the regular average Joe Schmo to do that, right? You know the Oscars are different. Like tons of people watch the Oscars and the Golden Globes and shit like that because they're just like they like that. That they like the Hollywood scene and they like that thing and like that's just you know what I mean. Like it's different. So like. I want to see the fucking nerdy ass developers go out there and like thank everybody and be super emotional. And like, I love that. Right. Like Baldur's Gate, they win game of the year and they barely got any time. The worst, not the worst, but like one of the ones that was like egregious was 
Um, so Tears of the Kingdom won Best Story, right? And as they're up there, the game director and everything, he does not speak English, obviously, so he has a translator. And, like, they're, like, rushing him, and it's like, dude, it's gonna take a little bit. We gotta translate this. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? It just... It came off really bad, and like I said, if you want it to be the winter E3, then cool. Just don't call it an award show then, you know? Like, do it something different, because it's not an award show now. It just didn't feel that way. Like I said, it was great in the sense of all the announcements we got were awesome, but, like, the awards part of it lacked so bad that you just left there going, I didn't, didn't really like that. It's a, it, and then it's... It's not a celebration of gaming if you're not celebrating the award right. winners or letting them celebrate. It's more, yeah, it's just a, it's 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 a giant advertisement. It's kind yeah. of what it is that, and yeah, and I think, I think gamers are slowly getting smarter, and uh, and like you know we talk about battle passes and all these kind of uh gotcha games on here, and it's like gamers are getting smarter about that. It's like these things where it's like, hey. You're clearly just trying to take advantage of me and trying to take my money. And like we've seen, like some of the backlash, like Destiny. Destiny is it's really fallen off a cliff, unfortunately. And there's been a lot of that's not even in the show notes today. But that can almost be a I don't know if it could be a whole podcast, but it'd be a nice fifteen to thirty minute segment. Yeah, uh, everything that's going on at Bungie Destiny right now. So we'll save that for the next time or when you're on with someone else. Just because, let's just be real. Like I'm on here. Like once a month, uh, so um, I'm I'm I am Mister Inconsistent, or, or I'm consistently not here. So I which is like you're like so consistent, but, yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, but yeah, and it's I, I'm with you on all this game of war stuff, and it's like I I, w- I do wish it was different because like I. I I will watch. Like, I, this is the first year I haven't watched. Yeah, it. it's not like you don't Jeez, ever watch. Forever. Like, yeah, you do it all the time. It's just, you know, you weren't able to this time. It's not like you were actively yeah. like, yeah, fuck them. I'm not watching that. It was just like, <laughs> yeah. you just couldn't watch it. Like, it's different. It's like, we want it to be better. And I just, I hope, my hope is that Jeff Keighley, because like, what I noticed this time around was like, it wasn't just like small voices that were saying it. It was like, bigger voices in the industry being like what the fuck was that like what the fuck are we doing and i hope that that gets you know jeff and the and his team to like figure out how the fuck they want to do this accurately and like realistically how to accomplish this i understand like you know what it is is that they built it up in the beginning and like they this is what happens and this is a this is our fault too as gamers is that you get all these announcements so like the first few game awards are like there was a stretch there where you're like, oh my god, like, oh fuck, dude, like you're getting big announcement, big announcement, big announcements every year. So now Jeff and the team have to try and like keep that up, right? To like continuously go. That's why I was super shocked GTA didn't get it all the way to the game awards. I I was a betting man and my money was on the game awards. Like, not a doubt in my mind. Monster Hunter Wilds is also cool as fuck for people, and like that's huge because like we were waiting for another Monster Hunter World successor to come out. Um, but like, you know, so I think because of that, because of the whole, like, you gotta have these big announcements, like they're trying to do that to appease to the, the viewer, the gamers that are watching. Right. Um, but I do think too, you heard a lot of voices that just, like I said, like, we're not happy with how this went down. And I'm going to skip ahead in the notes here a little Mm -hmm. bit, but just roll with me. So like, you know, you teased earlier on E3 is dead. They, they, 
officially announced um, just the other day. I think it was earlier this week. They Pull said, one hey, out for my homies. We're no longer putting on the, the E3 showcase, which mm-hmm. is like... <sighs> it, it's a huge bummer, and we'll get into that in a second. But what I, I want to lead into here, and hopefully this is good podcasting, but with E3 now dead mm-hmm. and Keeley running the, the Summerfest, I would hope and think that he's like oh, okay with e3 no longer there you have less competition in the summer marketplace uh, in terms of like these uh event shows because that's what it is to where okay in the summer just completely focus on the the data dump hey we're gonna give you all the upcoming releases for the next one to two years here are all the trailers everything to get you super hype and then and now the award show can really get back down to its roots and go back to that do you think that's a reasonable expectation on my part or am i talking crazy i think one of the biggest the hardest things about that is going to make sure that like all the developers or like the big developers can do that now what i to kind of toss out there too phil phil spencer talked about this where he said now like expect frequent like xbox developer videos and like so on xbox's part i think because they have so much shit you're going to be able to get like a february one a may june one a september one something at the game awards because they just have so much shit right um it's gonna be interesting on how they handle summer games you're right because there is no e3 like i mean the writing was on the wall since like i i see now people blamed it on covid but like from a lot of people that i've read and listened to like jason schreier and others are like no 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 no. that's what it will point to but this was coming for a long time a long long time with e3 that it was coming to an end it's just covid sped it up that's what happened so i think you're right in the sense of like, it would be really cool. I really hope that like Jeff is able to kind of like figure out how the hell he wants to do it. Cause the way, honestly, the way the summer games thing is to be completely honest, if you can like go back to the summer when he did his, like, what is it? Opening night live. Is that what it's called? Right. The one in, in, in Germany, yeah. there ain't that much shit on there, dude. There wasn't that much, right? Wasn't really a whole lot going on. A lot of the summer game fest is literally just whatever developers, like when they do their thing, he just like, re- he like, distributes it like he just has it going so like i'm interested like i do i agree like if they took opening night live and they said okay we're gonna beef that up with as much like announcements as we can give you right so then when we get to the game awards we can have it be way more balanced where like you're getting the awards you're getting the time for the people to come out and say you know thank you do their speeches, recognition for what they did. And also, obviously, you'll still get the sprinkled in there, you know, your your game releases that are coming out and your teases and shit. I get that. You have to. That's how you sell the advertisers. Like, you can't, like, just get rid of them because you won't get the advertising money. So, like, I do would love, I would love for him to take opening night live and, like, beef that up because that was kind of meh and then let the Game Awards kind of, like, do its thing. Like, let it be a game, oh, an award show right let it can be both i know it can you just you have to allow it and like i said i thought when it got off tv and you didn't have to worry about the networks that like and you're on youtube and you're on twitch and all these things i thought that was going to allow that to happen more and it didn't and it kind of sucks you know yeah well it's you know and I know I, I saw Jeff Keighley tweet out. He's like, "Oh, like we're gonna work on that." Like I told my team to to lax like on the on the timer, 
that that people to like rush people off and it was like well and so that makes me think that okay so maybe he doesn't have as much control as he likes to project out like he yeah. he still has to answer to people and so it's really the money people who are calling the shots behind the scenes but he's he's kind of the uh the face of everything right, right. but it's like but he re- and maybe he does have some sway but nah not that much because the the timer thing that, that's a big issue because like you told them to work on it they clearly didn't and it was an even bigger issue this year than it was last year yep. so they didn't work on it they actually regressed on it so you don't have enough swing or sway which is like that's not good yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i really hope they figure it out i hope you know when we get back to next year 10th and 10th year of the game awards um very excited like i said like the announcement part uh amazing one of the better announcements when it comes to game announcements and i've seen in a long time i also want to point out what a weird decision on their part to get rid of the whole world premiere like i don't know why they got rid of that weird i remember they talked about it like months ago that they were getting rid of it and th- when the article came out it was actually fig- it's actually worded like they just weren't gonna have a lot of re- previews and people were like what and then it's like no no no, they're just not gonna put the announcement in there as world premiere which is weird i don't i don't know i got i was doing it myself the whole time before they showed a trailer i kept going world premiere like just sitting in my room and you know it's probably weird people are probably like in the house like why is this dude just saying that over and over again but <laughs> I mean, they were, I guess, saving on time so they could have a longer acceptance species. Oh wow! Instead of the, so they got fifteen to thirty seconds to ten to fifteen seconds. I got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuckers, fuckers, <laughs> man. But yeah, I hope that gets, I hope that gets adjusted. I really do. Um, looking ahead, zit for announcements until, man, dude, Nintendo's had something in February like every year, and I just. I fucking feel it in my bones, BK. I feel it in my fucking bones that we're getting a Switch 2 announcement in February. I fucking feel it. Yeah. Oh, it's... February makes sense because it gives enough breathing time after, like, kind of like the holiday sale because even if people aren't getting Switches uh, necessarily, like, unwrapping them on Christmas Day, Mm -hmm. people are still getting uh, gift cards to all over the place, whatever it's a retail store or an online store. They're still getting gift cards to where they will use them towards those holiday bundles that are still running uh, in in January, middle of January, not really by late January, but they're, they're still purchasing those consoles at a good clip. Yeah, but by February, it kind of dies down. And historically speaking, outside of the last like few years, February was always kind of a, uh, oh, here's the dead zone. Because it yeah. was like it was before games really started coming out again. But now... I think it was too because year, of... Uh, obviously, remember COVID delaying so much development. So now all the development that got pushed back, you're seeing the last couple of years, like you said, like February is just like, bow, 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 bow. Yeah, like you, you literally just start getting jabbed like right there in the kidneys. It's You're starting like, in February. Stop. It's like, ain't letting up, sucker. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, fucking terrible, dude. It's brutal. Um, so it makes sense for yeah. uh, the Switch to announcement. Like, and and honestly, like they're gonna they're gonna send out a tweet, and it's gonna be like a uh, they're gonna do it like on like a uh, like a Tuesday Saturday dude. night for like the West Coast. Yeah, like it's gonna be like a random day, like like morning, like it's gonna be like morning Japan, like six a.m. Like, oh, we have an announcement here in three days. We hope to see you there. 
stay tuned. And everyone's going to be like, <laughs> And, like, stay tuned, and, like, they'll have a T and ED or something. Like, like, like they'll oh. do something, like, silly like that, like Nintendo, you uh. know? Um, and then people will be like, oh, fuck, I have to cancel all my plans that I had that yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to call off work, you know what I mean? Like, I can't go in. I got to be ready to talk about it. I don't have, I don't have time. I can't can't do it yeah i have to like reschedule meetings be like i'm busy that day yeah like i have I to have, i have, I have to a do. meeting yeah i have to yeah. do this shit um very very excited i know it's coming i know it is also too the reason i bring this up is i turned on my switch the other day for the first time in a long time and uh probably since tears of the kingdom honestly came out i think it's the last time i turned on my switch and uh i was uh going to i had to re-up my nintendo expansion class uh online membership for the year so i did that and then I booted up Pokemon Stadium for a little bit just because I wanted to play it. And I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I played Animal Crossing just to check on my things. I haven't checked on that in like over a year. They thought I was dead. It was cool. Um, but like I wanted to just boot it up. And as I was playing with the Switch, I think I, I was just fucking around with it. And I was like, I'm not having fun. It's time. It's time for a new one. This is wore out. It's welcome now. I am done with it. I need something more modern. It needs to happen. So... So, like, I was actually reading this, like, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it on pre-show, but, mm-hmm. like, tech experts are already saying, like, GTA 6, it, it ain't gonna run on the Switch 2. Like, just, like, no. just go ahead and just just give up that pipe dream, people. Just, like, just, just, just let that Mm-mm. die. Mm-mm. So, like, does that af- affect you, like, whatsoever? No. I know what my Xbox and my it, PlayStation it are for. Either, but. You know what I mean? I know those are for the big Man. boys, and I get that. I just need the Switch to run their games and other games better. I need the Switch to look prettier. I need it to be a little beefed up. My brother's girlfriend has the uh, OLED edition with the Zelda one, and so she brought oh. it, right? She brought it. Dude, I'm not a handheld per- player, but I was holding hers while she, I was playing Smash, and I was like, fuck dude this is beautiful oh my god i was like this is awesome and i just looked at my brother and i'm like oh and like danny doesn't have a switch he's the only one in the house without one and he was like i kind of want one dude and i'm like no just wait just bu- you've yeah. made you've made it this long you've gone this just buckle long. down yeah. buckle down brother like no big deal we're gonna get another one don't worry it's coming i don't give a shit just take long poop. poop just take hers for long poop breaks. yeah it's like, so good though do, man dude it is so pretty i was like man this if i'm like if i was a handheld person yeah i would have had this one but i'm just not so it is what it is it's fine see and like that's that's one thing i regret because remember i got that one and i was like uh I'm gonna. I was like, I'm gonna sell it. But I, I, I honestly think in that Switch Two was a little bit sooner than it was. And it's like, yeah. maybe, honestly, maybe I would have been playing my Switch more now if I had the OLED. You probably, probably like, honestly oh, yeah, would. Like, this I, looks better. I, I do. I do believe that. Like, uh, you guys would enjoy. Like people that like do love it handheld. Like, and you play the OLED, it's way better. Like I'm sure. Like Mike. Like I know Mike's Asus Rog. Like, when I got to play a little bit of that and he showed me it, like, to play Diablo and, like, wow, I'm booting it up. I was like, oh, see, this is already prettier than the Switch. So, like, I already like this more. It's easier on my eyes. <laughs> you know, like, I like playing on my phone more than my Switch because it's better on my eyes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the part of the problem. So, I'm ready, though. Well, it's the Switch chugs. Like, it, like, it really sounds like it's working hard to, like, run some games. And, like, whenever <laughs> your device is doing that, you always, it's kind of, 
there's like something kind of like going off in the back of your head, and you're like, man, this, this shit could just fucking die out any minute. Like the, like, P- like the PS4, really hard. Do you remember? Uh, I remember the PS4, dude. At the end of its lifespan, like literally, would sound like an airplane in your room. Like it would be so bad, and it was so hot, and you're just like, you knew that that had reached its end. Like it's at its capability. It can't go no more. Like Spider-Man on the Bro, PS4, God. I thought was gonna blow up my PlayStation. Yeah, like is uh, <laughs> like the first time I booted that up. Well, like uh, well, I think the first game I played on it was uh, The Last of Us Remastered, the first one. So yeah. like, that that wasn't I, not that it wasn't a beautiful game and all that stuff, but like that wasn't pushing it graphically. I guess yeah, like when it, when I would boot up Spider Man, Final Fantasy VII remake on that sucker. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like it was. It was loud. I remember Colleen commented on. It. She was like, What's that "Sound." I was like, "Oh, that that's just." That's the console. She was like, oh. Yeah, it was like, literally was just. Okay. <laughs> it was so bad, dude. It was like I could turn that on as white noise. You know what I mean? Because it was so fucking loud. So stupid. Oh, my God. It was bad. Um, but anyways, there we go. I digress. Uh, moving along. The Marvels ends. The box office run is the lowest MCU box office run uh, ever. Uh, I personally saw the movie and I really liked it. So I was upset that it did do so bad um, because it was a good movie, man. It was like a really just solid movie, especially from what we've gotten really recently from the MCU. Like that was just really good. It was better than Quantumania. That's for sure. Better than Love and Thunder. Uh, You know, I mean, it's not better than Spider-Man No Way Home. Obviously, that's a little bit different. What about uh, it's probably not better than uh, Black Panther 2. Close. Really? I mean, oh, so, so you have nah, it better than nah, uh, nah, 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 better mind. than Multiverse of Madness? Oh, I think so. Okay. I okay. think so from the essence of like it as a movie. Like as a movie it was yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean Multiverse of Madness is cool because of the all the cameos and shit you get, which I know. Uh, the call outs. Yeah, yeah, like cool. But I think what we thought we were getting from that and what we got was a letdown. Uh, Black Panther 2, no, I mean, what kind of forever is probably, yeah, what kind of forever is better? Like, that's for sure better. I think it was visually, like, really good and it's just a better movie. Uh, but The Marvels is actually pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. I really hope people can see it or go watch it on Disney Plus when it gets there. It'll be fine. Um, but it's really good. What, what did it finish at the box office? Do you have that pulled up or the I number? Can pull it up real quick? No, I, just, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't have the number on top of my head. I just know it was I'll, low. I'll look, I'll look it up. Okay. Yeah. It, you know, my big thing is, like, it was cool. Obviously, the mid credit scene is maybe one of the biggest credit scenes that we've gotten period with the MCU like it's huge it was really really cool and very unexpected on how it happened uh but the movie is good man movie is good the fight scenes with all three of them Rambo uh Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel so cool so cool they did such a good choreograph with that what was it it did really bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't think it did this bad. Like what, what, it hasn't even crossed the the two hundred million worldwide box office. It's at one ninety nine. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Unfortunate, dude, because it was a good movie. Yeah, one well, is because, and I think maybe we talked about it on this pod. I can't remember. Dial your podcast feeds back. Check it out and see if we're wrong. But is that Captain Marvel did over? Different time, pre-COVID, so people were still going out to the movie theaters in droves. Inflation wasn't is what it is now, all across the globe, yada, yada, yada. But Captain Marvel still did over a billion at the worldwide box office. A billion. Yeah. 
into and so like and technically this this isn't her movie this is the marvel so like she is sharing the screen with 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 camilla khan and monica rambo so it's not a direct sequel but it's like still that's what's so crazy to me and like if i got i mean i'm not like sitting here like trying to like i guess oversell it to people but like this was so much better than captain marvel and it was also the best i think they've written and it portrayed captain marvel through all her appearances that's captain marvel the movie uh end game and then here so good they kind of let brie larson like really sink her teeth into carol danvers more which is really, really cool. She wasn't so like robotic, I guess, the way it was in that first one. It just, I don't know. I didn't really like the dialogue in the first one. Sam Jackson, Samuel Jackson. Wow. Awesome as Nick Fury in this one. It's like they basically, like he showed up to work and they said, you do whatever the fuck you want, buddy. And he did. He was really good at it. Miss um, Marvel, again, if you watch that show on Disney+, Plus, which I know, BK, you love that show so much, you will love this because she was so good in this. It was yeah, such I, the I heard perfect the actress way. just yes. she just I, I heard like a lot of people were giving her flowers like hey yeah. like that that she kind of stole the screen that she honestly just tore it yeah. up. Yeah. So good. A Spectrum, so. uh Monica Rambo, awesome. Super cool. So like overall, I mean now I will tell you this, it did the normal Marvel thing where like the villain's not really that really and doesn't really do that much for you. You know, what I mean it doesn't really. That's the Marvel thing. I mean honestly, I was looking at the trailers and I was like meh. Yeah, like I mean the villain wasn't really no, that, I don't. I don't think that was much of the hook, anyways. Like mm-hmm. from the get go, the hook was like, "Oh, hey, you have three powered superwomen who are badass." Why? Like, I, I honestly think that was the hook. I'm surprised because I remember I sent you the last trailer before the movie comes out, and they do the whole they tease you about the X Men, right? Because they like at the end it says what comes next, and everything fades except the X. So I thought more people were gonna go because they're like, "Oh fuck, what's happening?" And I can't believe it was that low. I really can't believe it was that low. Wait, was there was there an X Men mid mid credit thing? Uh there could have been X Men related things in there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm I, so like they they tease that in Miss Marvel, anyways. Like it's it's a thing that they tease with a uh, her best friend, friend right? in that in the show. Shoot, yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, so like they teased it, so makes sense. Also, got to interrupt. The Raiders are up 49-0 to zero on the Chargers. Jacoby Myers, who is now 2-for-2, two two, passing on the game for 12 yards and a touchdown. Not to mention Jacoby Myers has two receptions for 32 yards and a receiving touchdown. Now, if they let this man run the ball once and he gets a rushing touchdown, which they should at this point because they're up so big, awesome. Get the, get the, get the, get the touchdown trifecta. He said, awesome. <laughs> um... Damn, oh, you got 21 points. Is that just from the defense? Oh, wow. Look at you, buddy. That's it's yeah. I, I'm afraid that the, the Raiders are up so much right now that like that's going to drop down probably to like 12 just because they're they're going to let the Chargers score because they're going to let up here. They got to have in third stringers by now. Yeah, it's 49 to zero, and yeah. there's 10 minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah, wow. It was over at halftime. But... Yeah, wow. That's insane. Um, all right. Last of Us 2, Last of Us Part 2 remaster announced, and they're charging for it, and that's a crime to me. I get a whole-ass DLC from God of War for free, 
but I can't get last. Stupid, dude. It's so stupid. And if you buy it, whatever. I guess. I just don't see a reason to do that. How much of it can well, actually be better, dude? How much? It was at the very end of that cycle. It can't be that much bigger. Well, like, no, and because like we're not seeing the jumps at the beginning of console life cycles like we mm-hmm. used to. I think I think the real last like big one, like well, so like was like the HD jump. So like the Xbox like 360 generation where it's like, oh well, like the first time you were really getting HD graphics, it was like, oh okay. Whoa game changer i think that was like one of the last big jumps you got at the beginning of a generation but now you really don't see that jump until mid the end of the generation to where you're like oh wow like you're you're noticing the, the big difference compared to you know the generation before if not the beginning of the generation so yeah it's it's shitty it's it, it i'm so glad you brought up like hey god of war they gave you this free dlc for it. like hey and that, that's not a small game let's not forget that cd project red has upgraded the witcher 3 mm. how many times graphically just for fun they said hey you, we know you love this game we want to just we're just gonna keep we're gonna keep just upping the graphics for you just because you love it so much and they're literally doing that free of charge Naughty Dog is charging you extra money for this. Like, I mean, they, they got to keep the lights on somehow, I guess, but it's it's still shitty. Yeah, I think uh, Insomniac just announced uh, their update to give you New Game Plus mode and everything like that, and Spider-Man 2 as well coming out in an update. So there's that too. You know, I mean, that's a little <laughs> different than a remaster, but like, I, I also just am like, what... I, why why are we doing this i compare it to the uh oh wow see like see like the chargers just scored here it's six to 49 so there goes the shout out oh yeah who, who caught that oh, oh palmer palmer got that one sorry buddy there goes your shout nice. out sorry buddy yeah but um i compare this to the uh, shohei otani contract for the dodgers you know deferring 680 million of it where it's like technically it's not legal it's still shitty you like, mean it's yeah, not it's not illegal illegal yeah illegal but it doesn't it doesn't pass the sniff test it doesn't make it okay it's like it's like rich people keeping all their money like overseas and stuff like so, that so they can get a buy okay. all the taxes I'm, I'm so glad it's, it's okay like, so it's like, no. I, I was i was listening to the kind of funny podcast today not the gaming one but like the one that they do weekly where it's just like a, their regular bullshit where they just talk about whatever and annie cortez is on there and he's from texas he obviously lives in san francisco with them but he was talking about him and the one girl on there joey noel they were talking about trying to they're explaining to greg miller the 700 million dollar contract right and then Greg's like, oh, okay. He's like, you know, like, that's a lot of money. He's like, yeah, but here's what the Dodgers did. And they explain the deferred thing, and Andy Cortez starts yelling. He's like, it's like billionaires not paying their taxes, man. It's not right. And, like, dude, I was laughing so hard because all I thought of was you. That's all I thought of. It's like, it's not right. See? See? And, and honestly, that's And why because I, it's I the Dodgers. Up. You know what I mean? Like, if this would have yeah. been a team, let's say, let's get weird. Let's say, like, I, I know this isn't the sports show, but let's just say that the Pittsburgh Pirates paid $700 million to Shohei Otani and then deferred it. Everyone would have been like, that's fucking smart, dude. Way to go, Pittsburgh. Woo! But because it's the Dodgers and it's a big team that people don't like, everyone's like, that's just, it's like you said, didn't pass the sniff test. And it's like, well, and we were, everyone was talking about it at work. It was like, and I was like, 
you know, I was like, it's not in the spirit of the game. It, and, and for me, that's what it's about. And so, like, yeah, like, it's legal, whatever. And But, so, and, and, but ultimately, if you want to break it down, Otani's losing money. And so, like, I, I wish you guys would have talked about this because – and so you say, oh, Brennan, how is he losing money? It's like, well, first of all, I'm smarter than you. Two, I'm not a dumbass. So why am I smarter than you? Because cash is king. Cash is cash is worth more today than it is 10 years from now. Duh. So that's the number mm-hmm. one rule because inflation exists. He's losing money over time by deferring that money. He's lit- – and so, like, yeah, I understand he's got – all these endorsement contracts. That's fucking great. He's literally losing money by deferring. Do you, it because do you think he can't he he can't he can't capitalize off of it like interest wise just by letting it sit there in a bank collecting interest like crazy? I see. So you don't like? Do you think like the amount of money he could save off taxes will help to uh, kind of like pa- help that out a little bit? Because he's if he won't pay. I know he will pay the California tax on this money. I could promise you that. He will move. Yeah, well, so, like, I, I don't think he was good. He, he's he got money people that are going to work all this out for him anyways. Okay, okay, so, like, okay, okay. Um, like when – and I'm sorry, people. I, I turned this into the sports podcast because I That's missed okay. it yesterday. But this okay. is why you're here on Amalgamation Nation. You're here for sports, <laughs> video games, up. anime, everything, and for the Pornhub recap, obviously. Oh, yeah, stay That's tuned. That's probably the best time of the year. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll get there soon. But – one quick, one last quick note. So, Kirk Cousins, when he signed with the Minnesota Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings literally had their accounts look at Michigan state like tax law and found a loop in the tax law to where he could get so much of that money like tax free and all this stuff. Because like he had this like one house or like whatever. It's like they literally hired people to look for tax holes for him, so it was easier for them to sign him and everything. I guarantee you, Otani, who's worth way more than Kirk Cousins, has all those money people in place already. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. And so, like, I did talk shit about, like, yeah, oh, he is deferring money. So he is in, he is absolutely losing money. But, like, yeah, he's still going to be fine. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like that he's not. But, like, yeah, like, he is absolutely losing money by doing this. Just because he's yeah. not capitalizing off of it, like, like I said, inflation is a real thing. That is true. It's, it's not inflation going is real. That is very <laughs> true. Very true. Um, going back to Naughty Dog in the spirit of Last of Us Two, right? The remaster. Naughty Dog also, as I teased earlier in the show, released a statement today on their multiplayer game Factions. I'll read you their statement here from Naughty Dog. I believe this is from. Uh, uh, well, it it doesn't say actually who. It just says Naughty Dog, but uh, you know, whatever. We realize many of you have been anticipating news around the project that we've been calling The Last of Us Online. There's no easy way to say this. We've made the incredible, difficult decision to stop development on that game. We know this news will be tough for many, especially our dedicated The Last of Us Factions community, who have been following our multiplayer ambitions ardently. We're equally crushed at the studio at, at the studio as we are looking forward to putting it into your hands. We wanted to share the, with you some background of how we came to this decision. The multiplayer team has been in pre-production with this game since we were working on The Last of Us Part 2, crafting an experience we felt was unique and had tremendous potential. As the multiplayer team iterated on their concept for The Last of Us Online during this time, their vision crystallized, the game got more refined and satisfying, and we were enthusiastic about the direction in which we were headed. In ramping up full production, the massive scope of our ambition became clear. 
to release and support The Last of Us Online, we'd have to put all our studio resources behind supporting post-launch content for years to come, severely impacting development on future single-player games. So we had two paths in front of us. Become solely a live-service game studio or continue to focus on single-player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. We are immensely proud of everyone at the studio that touched this project. The learnings and investments in technology from this game will carry into how we develop our projects and will be invaluable in the direction we are headed as a studio. We have more than one ambition, brand new single player game that we're working on. Uh, ambitious one new single player game we're working on here at Night Dog, and we cannot wait to share more about what comes next when we're ready. Until then, we're incredibly thankful to our community for your support throughout the years. Um... It sucks, but also at the same time, I respect Naughty Dog for that decision to say, like, we don't want to just be a studio that has to now just keep up and dump money into a live service game. That's not who we are. We like they mentioned, they're very they are single play story driven games. I mean, that is what Naughty Dog has been. And I, I respect the studio for the coming of that decision that like it just they didn't see the value in changing how they do business. You know what I mean? They just they didn't want to do that. So I respect them on that. Weird that we that Sony buys Bungie in the hopes of like they're going Bungie is going to be able to like spearhead all these live service games from all their different studios and we already have one get canceled and people being fired and not a great not a great start. Not a great start. No, and um, you know, and like I, I agree with you. We were kind of talking a little shit with Naughty Dog there, you know, charging for the Last of Us mm-hmm. Part Two remake, and it, that's fucked up. But at the same token, here, because you know things are complex, mm-hmm. uh, it is, it is, it is cool that they come out. They were very honest about this. Uh, they said, "Hey, like this isn't this isn't in our best interest. This isn't what people want to do that work here," which is great because like you want people that work on games and, and the projects it's like just to be passionate about it. You want them to be happy doing it. And because honestly, they're going to put out a better quality product. If they really believe in it, if, if they're having a lot of fun and all that stuff like that, you like, you don't want like a, a fighting game person to work on like a single player, right. you know, like right. game. you just, you just don't just because right. like, they're not going to be happy. They're not going to try to think of uh, new and different things necessarily. It's just not a thing. So that's really cool. And, when I was touching upon, like, with this statement coming across as honest, it really screams that they were, they're kind of pointing the finger at Sony here and saying, hey, you gave us this directive to make this, like, online, this multiplayer, this live service game. You were making us do this. It's not in our best interest. We are cutting bait and running away. We've already dumped enough money into this. No, we're done. Because this was a directive from Sony, uh... I, probably a couple years ago, they said we need to do more live service games. Like and they said it, like like that. That's on the plan. That's what that's what that's what they said. This, that's what we want to do. We want to do more of that. And like you said, with Bungie, want to bring them in. They they wanted Bungie to spearhead. They want to take that talent from Destiny. Say, okay, what are your best practices? What have you learned over the years? What has made your live games successful? Okay, can you help our teams implement those things? And then we'll all get to be- get get better together and grow together but what happened in the gaming industry which i touched upon earlier is that gamers have been getting smarter they said you're just literally trying to take our money 
you, that's what you're doing. You're not really giving us anything new, which no one really saw coming. And so you've actually seen a big contraction of the live service games, a yep. huge one. And to where that's actually really hurting Bungie and, and Destiny right now to where Bungie may not even be Bungie anymore in a sense going forward. Like the name Bungie will be there, but the people that were behind Bungie and it being successful of a, of a Halo franchise, of a Destiny franchise, aren't going to be there anymore. They're already starting to leave. Yeah. So that's something to to keep an eye on. And uh, it sucks, but I do appreciate Naughty Dog's honesty in that. And uh, because they make killer single player games. Yes, they do. So, like, why would you want them to do anything else? Yeah. And, like, I know people probably like Last of Us Factions. I know a lot of people like that mode. Um, and there was a lot of people really, really excited on what Naughty Dog could do with it. But like you said, like they just looked at the ambitions of a live service game once it all kind of became real, what they were going to do and just realized like, no, it's going to take all of our resources and like, that's not what we want. And great point on the fact that like gamers got smart, dude. It happened like and I think what happened is it became oversaturated market where like. So like Fortnite and all these games and Destiny, they all kind of came out, right? And like Destiny and Fortnite are like the big ones that stick out in your mind. And they were the, also the ones to go the longest. And now Fortnite will, looks to be like the last man standing. Uh, and the thing is, everyone and their mother then decided we need a live service game. And everyone else sucked at it. Weren't good. Okay? I literally watched multiverses come out. And then get, like, told, no, that was actually a beta. It's gone. We'll see you next year. Like, these are things that happen, right? I think Halo Infinite, um, from what I've heard from this season, I don't have the game installed currently, but, like, what I've heard from this season, it's, like, really, really good, and, like, the 343 team got it. Like, they figured it out, like, how to do it, which is cool. It's going to happen. Every once in a while. It took teams, years, though. It yeah, took years. Yes, it takes a hot minute like to figure this out. Like Fortnite literally just did the biggest thing and ha- and changed to add four new, like three new games it, to Fortnite. So now they're going to have four different, completely different games in its one platform. Okay, what Fortnite does cannot be duplicated. So that's what, see, Sony... When they made that decision, they saw all these numbers coming through. But those games had built equity and a foundation and with their consumer base to do these things, right? Look at all the other battle royales that try to come out and they just are gone. You know, you only got a couple now that are really around, right? It's Fortnite, it's Apex, and I'm probably missing one, but like, it's not a lot. Not a lot. So, It's just crazy to me that Sony, I think even when it happened, right, when Sony got Bungie, it wasn't that everybody said that's a bad purchase because, no, Bungie's a very good studio. Their track record speaks for themselves. But when Jim Ryan and company came out and they talked about the live service thing, everybody said, really? Are you sure? Because I think the writing was on the wall then that, like, you know... This market's kind of saturated. Like, I remember the PS I Love You XOXO show discussing that and being like, I don't know how that's going to go. 
Like, why do you want to double down and really invest in live service games? Because, like, I don't know if that's a good, it's going to work out that way. And it just doesn't seem like it's going to. It's not. You know, I mean, Destiny, now like you said, like, Bungie, a lot of decisions have happened recently with Bungie. It, it's just blown up real bad. And uh, it's going to be so interesting now for me to see, like, if there's, does PlayStation could get any live service games out of this? I don't know. Doesn't seem that way. I think they'll still force one out. Ugh. Um, I, I think they will. And maybe, hey, I, I could be wrong, but I, I just think that. So, because you got to think that. So, Naughty Dog gave us what, it, but like that's sunk money. So, like, because Sony owns Naughty Dog, so like they were had, like essentially cutting the check to Naughty Dog. How many other checks were they cutting? So, like, they've probably already been cutting checks to Bungie. They've probably already been cutting checks to uh, Insomniac. They've probably already been cutting checks to uh, uh, Sony Santa Monica. They probably, like, all these studios that they have, because they have a lot, they have a lot, that they've already been, like, hey, like, working on these live service games to where, I mean, yeah, hey, it, it they could just write it off, like, hey, these are sunk costs, let it go, whatever, but... I don't know. Sometimes business people are just like, mm, "We're gonna get something out of this." Like, one studio will make something work because we've spent so much money already. Yeah. You know, yeah. like th they definitely just didn't just tell Naughty Dog, "Oh, okay, you you guys are gonna be the only ones that are working on Last Service game." No, <laughs> that was that was probably the planned first one and saying, "Okay, we're gonna use Naughty Dog, our essentially at the time their biggest developer." I don't yeah. think it is now. No, because I, I think it's Insomniac, which we've talked about. Mm -hmm. But like, oh, okay, and we're gonna use their biggest franchise, The Last of Us, and we're gonna we're gonna use these two. They, they have the most cachet in the marketplace. This will be the the easier path for us to travel, the easiest one. And so, but they were still, I they had to have been investing behind the scenes elsewhere to like to look at things down the line but yeah I don't know. we'll see we'll see how it goes uh weird thing here 10 cent ceo is a 70 dollar very low for what video games have to offer and should pay for the app per the hour and uh, i remember reading this being like that's weird what a weird what a weird rich person thing to say you know He's just so weird. <laughs> I like how you said that. What a weird rich person to say. It's like anything, anytime Elon Musk says something. I'm yeah, like, you're oh. like, mm, no, that didn't, that didn't sit well. That didn't register with me. Sorry, buddy. So like, so yeah, like, so like we're going to pay you for every hour that we spend, or how about you just pay us for every hour yeah, that we, we play spend it, on your product? Taking, yeah, because yeah, we're just taking our free time and spending it on your thing. Like, I like, that, that's I, how, yeah, I like to think that works time, work. I think I like to think that time is more important than money more more worth more than money right i mean i don't know it's what i was always told we'll see though uh i mentioned i've been talking about all show Fortnite chapter five will include and it already has an m&m collab right that happened boom at the end of the of the end of the og season they had the event m&m was in there pretty cool got the m&m skin of course got to do it for some shady uh during the uh event there were it was just breaking numbers i think i was sending it to you and david like constantly like the the numbers they're just re-breaking their own numbers on concurrent players during the month of november which was the og season they had over 100 million players that is absolutely insane um chapter five includes peter griffin in the battle pass of the skin and guess who else solid snake motherfucker he's coming later in a couple in like another month or so you'll be able to earn him kind of like you did with Geralt real cool and i mentioned earlier today 
uh, earlier in the show, TMNT skins are out right now. Remember, Epic Games Content Creator Code AM Nation Pod. Now, they added a bunch of new mechanics. They added gun modding. Um, Epic, after the, how successful the OG season was, they did say in 2024 the OG season will return. They just want to find another way to do it, like, for it actually fits. They don't want to just do it to do it. They're like, we know that, but we want to make it so players, like, feel like it's fresh and there's a that, that we didn't just throw it right back out there which is cool i'm all for that i love that on epic's part um then i mentioned rocket racing takes Fortnite, takes rocket league let's put it together into a racing game right lego Fortnite, which is essentially minecraft but with legos and Fortnite. pretty cool pretty sweet Fortnite festival which is from harmonics which is uh rock band and guitar hero in Fortnite. Fortnite, to me, when the AM Nation Pod 2023 Game of the Year conversation goes on, there is a chance that Fortnite makes the top five on my list. There is a chance in the sense of like what they did in these last couple of months is insane to me. Like I cannot fathom that they put three whole ass different games to go with their battle royale in the same game, and not only that, they're free to play. They're free to play. I know you get the battle passes and shit. I know you're gonna do that. That's cool, but they're still free to play. You don't have to buy each of those games separately. Wild, wild to me. It's it's crazy. I want to know how much it costs to run their server farms because it's got to be insane yeah the amount of servers that they have to to support 100 million users in a month yeah that's isn't that wild that's nutty yeah. and not that i play fortnite of course because i don't um but a gripe i have with the peter griffin skin i don't like that they use the jack peter griffin do you want like, me to explain like just, do you want me to explain why is it Okay. Like it, it is a game reason is because the Peter Griffin his skin if he was fat the hitbox is too big. Yeah, like that that's honestly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, okay, if he's fat like it, it's easier for him to hit. Yeah. yeah. That's honestly what I was it, thinking. It, but... it is that what is. That's why like <sighs> like the Hulkbuster suit and it, so Peter Griffin will be is kind of on board with like All Might, the Hulkbuster suit, Hulk, like their hitboxes I think are kind of the same. And I, yeah, I think the the fat Peter Griffin. I know it's silly. I love that they do it in like a, 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 a random like Family Guy sketch they decide to do and put it out there with like the one of the characters from Fortnite and like Peter Griffin's. It's like at the doctor's office. He's trying to figure out how to get jacked, and they just give him some slurp juice. It's it's honestly really funny that they did that. Um, but yeah, I do. I would have loved fat Peter Griffin as well. But I I get mechanically why it didn't happen. I do too. That because that, honestly, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, it's got to be like a. Yeah, hitbox thing. Last Saturday, Fortnite had over seven million concurrent players, play, concurrent players, which is more than the OG season even had, right? So they beat the number already. And how this broke down at this point on Saturday, Lego Fortnite had two point one million players. Battle Royale had almost two point one million players. Rocket Racing had about eight hundred thousand players, and Fortnite Festival had over five hundred fifty thousand players. Again, that's all at once, concurrent. Wild, dude. Like, I remember, like, months ago, I've been like, I don't know, man. Fortnite's been kind of down, which does happen. Like, there are seasons where you're just like, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't that good. OG really got a lot of people back into it, and then they took advantage of that in a big way with all the big release right there. Like, just awesome, dude. 
really, really cool. And I also love that they came out and said like, okay, because like for I don't know why, but like some people were like, oh no, these games are gonna go away. Like the three new games. I'm like, I no, like those aren't these are stuck here now. They're like they were they were worried that like Fortnite would be like a mode and they just get rid of them. And like Epic came out and was like, no, 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 no. These are all here. They're all gonna get their routine updates and and content added to them just like Fortnite. It's all there now. They, they want that money. Oh, they're going to get it, dude. They're going to get it, dude. Because I literally, like, I was on the festival one because I'm like, I was playing it. Now, I was playing it, and I'm like, this is actually ass on a regular controller. Like, it doesn't feel, like, good doing the buttons, you know? But well, as soon as I saw that they're the company, the, one of the companies is developing a guitar for it again, I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Gotta do that. I have to then. It's so cool. It's so fun. It was literally rock band or guitar hero just in Fortnite. And like I was playing like different songs. Like I know and then as soon as I opened the Fortnite Festival, what did I see? What did I see? The Fortnite Festival Battle Pass, right? Free path and a and a paid path. And I was like, you fuckers, dude. You fuckers. I do think though, because you're already uh just get more to little Fortnite. So right now, this season of Fortnite in the battle pass, later in the battle pass, is like cars for rocket racing. So I do think they'll kind of lean that way where like the Rocket Racing, the Lego Fortnite, and the regular Fortnite will all be together on, like, one battle pass. Whereas, like, it seems like the festival, they're going to kind of do their own thing. And, like, because that's a little bit different because they're actually paying for those songs, too. So, like, they're going to have to try and get money somehow yeah. right, to use those songs. I get it. Like, I did see that, like, uh, Bring Me to the Life by Evanescence is going to get added to it. And I was like, dude, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did what I didn't what I didn't really care for, I guess, in this first week or so is a lot of the songs were like, like it was The weekend and Lady Gaga and Billie Eilish and shit like that. And like, I'm ready for like the regular like rock songs again to like really get me into yeah, this. Yeah, the, the pop ones just don't really jive for rock band or guitar here. I mean, it's, you know, just because instruments that really aren't involved like yeah that, so. yeah yeah but yeah it's really cool man on fortnite part uh like i said if you're on there am nation pod am nation pod is the content creator code we appreciate that question for you uh-huh. because you went to a, a concert mm-hmm. show earlier this week you saw steel panther i did what if steel panther was released onto fortnite <laughs> is that a day one purchase for you like big <laughs> steel panther yeah. battle pass yeah i would do it right away dude <laughs> if they for some reason were like fuck it fuck e for everybody dude we're doing m for mature this season i'd be like yeah yeah fuck yeah i'm all in on steel panther yeah oh i really do though i really think that like eventually like you know uh we already had master of puppets added as an emote in Fortnite, so you're totally getting metallica at some point like in the Fortnite festival um you know whatever else they decide to add it's cool i'm i'm in I'm I'm down with it. Um, I wonder like what other rights Harmonix still had, right? So that Fortnite already like Epic already owns those. Then they like be able to like the licensing rights to put those in. Uh, it'll be interesting. Like I said, I mean, once you start releasing official instruments for this shit, like you're back in, dude. Because people are waiting, people are ready. And like the thing is, because I said the game's free, right? So like, even though I didn't buy the songs, like to keep as they're in the the like so the way this works to explain is that like in the shop who have these songs right they're 500 credits each i don't know that that probably equates to like just under five dollars a song right so like good old itunes days and uh 
you could get those songs to just have them in your catalog always. And you could also use them uh, like as an emote shit in Fortnite, which is kind of cool. Like you just randomly emote with the song. It'll just start playing the song. That's actually kind of cool. Um, I think they're already Epic said they're already working on adding the songs to have the ability to play as your background music in the game, like your menu music, which is cool. But anyways, if you don't want to buy the songs, which I did not, I didn't buy any yet each day, like it rotates like seven or eight songs that you can just go into the Fortnite festival mode and play anyway. So you don't have to own them to play them. You know what I'm saying? So you, you it's free essentially right and then so if you're gonna get it you can get so many people dude that are just like man i miss guitar hero or man i miss rock band and like just to come back we could do it again in 2024 everybody it's a good time thursday night football again update i'm actually not watching the game for people at home so i'm still not breaking but like i have the game cast up just because i'm like yeah i'm at the computer um the raiders just returned a fumble 44 yards for a touchdown. So it's 56. 56 to 7 going into the fourth quarter. So, hey, shout out to the Raiders defense for getting me a defensive touchdown there. <laughs> That's wild. That's fucking wild. <laughs> oh, it's good shit. What a shellacking. Oh, man. Brandon Staley, as David mentioned in the chat, gonna get fired. I, I, I think less people are watching this thursday night football game uh than there are people in uh in fortnite. fortnite you're probably right yeah you're probably right um bk it happened we got gta 6 trailer man it happened looks like we're going back to vice city vibe baby Woo! are you ready yeah i love the vice city game um this was cool like what I'm trying to temper expectations a little bit because, like, the graphics, like, look great. But also, like, this wasn't in-game footage. So I think people do need to, like, tone it down a little bit. The, I would say, outside of Red Dead 2, for the most part, like, Rockstar games, like, don't have, like, the greatest graphics. Like, but because, like, they really double down on, like, the world just being bonkers big bonkers crazy all the mini games and all the missions and everything that you can do so like i i think red dead redemption 2 was the outlier so i don't want to put i i, I don't want to almost hold gta 6 that standard. does that make sense like mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to almost like box myself into that corner of to where like this needs to look photorealistic which like i've seen it a few places like oh it's gonna look photorealistic i'm like all right like if you're if you're putting it up that high like you're just gonna be disappointed like if it just looks you know like uh if it looks like a last of us 2 oh and and, it, and it's the as big of a world as they say Ooh. that's a huge win in my book that that is a huge win 2025 so, yeah so i i think that's where people just i hope they just temper the expectations a little bit i still think it's going to be great i am excited i will not touch online mode because i didn't touch it in gta 5 uh, i'm, I'm that's not me i'm excited to like log in with the homies and go to the strip club it's gonna be a good time dude it's gonna be a good vibe uh i'm interested because i again in case everybody forgot online didn't launch with the game so I'm still kind of in that same spot where, like, this game's going to drop in 2025 where we're not going to get online right away. Just don't think it's going to happen. Um, and if it does, I'd be very shocked. 
I'd be very, very shocked. So um, I am excited for GTA 6. Awesome. Very hyped for it. Um, kind of shitty how like it led up to it that like it just everything kept getting leaked, leaked, leaked and leaked and leaked. I felt kind of shitty for them on that. Cause, but I mean, at the same time, like when you wait this fucking long, uh, I guess it's bound to happen. Um, but now 2025 already locked in with Monster Hunter Wild and GTA 6. We already have two heavyweights ready for game of the year conversation, dude. Locked in. Well, and I, 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 well, every developer that is releasing a game 2025 is, is on notice. I guarantee, I guarantee, I, I, I mean, 2025, that, that made sense. And yep, I, thought that was going to happen so but all the developers raise their eyebrows and they go oh shit and they're kind of waiting for rockstar to announce like when that game's come out because they do not want to be within a week of it they probably don't even want to be within two weeks of gta 6 coming out they want to avoid this like the black pig they probably rather be paired up with like right next to call of duty yeah. In GTA oh, yeah. Six. There's a bit. 100%. Yeah. No. We'll take on that beast because we don't stand a chance against this one. It's now. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Were you no, about to say something? I was just saying it's gonna be so crazy because, like, what if you get you end up with like a one of the big PlayStation games of that year too? Like, oh man. Ooh, I mean, well, so like when GTA Five came out, it didn't. I know it didn't get like IGN's like game of the year. So like I know that, and that that was very contentious. Yeah. <laughs> so with, with some people there, but uh, but different it, different year. So we'll see. But um, GTA Six Collector's Edition. What do they do? What oh. is it? And what? Yeah. Oh. I was thinking of this because I was like, they're gonna do something crazy. Yeah. Like just fucking. Oh yeah, here. Like, one edition will just have, like, a stripper pole. I just completely see that. Mm. It just, like, completely judges your performance. I think we talked about that jokingly <laughs> in one of our chats. I, it gives you, like, pointers. <laughs> I'm, like, uh, I'm looking at uh, the game of the years for 2013 now because you said that, and I was like, what? I'm like, it didn't? And you're like, oh, shit, you're right. Huh. Wow. Wait, now... Did Last of Us come out in 2013? I, I think it did. Too. I think it did. That's probably why. Wow. Damn. Yeah, it did. That's what won IGN's uh, 2013. I'm looking at it right okay. now. Yeah, that makes way more sense then. Oh, okay, well, I'm not that mad then. I understand. I get it. Last of Us really good. So it means fine. Yeah. I mean, because GTA. So but I'm saying, cause, I mean, because you, you brought up, you know, like, hey, Sony could have like a single player game. And I'm saying what a year oh. already. What a year already it would be then. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know what they would do for a collector. I'm super excited for that. I love that they also during this trailer, they're like definitely like showing you like how weird Florida is. And like, I love that. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're gonna make so many plays like off like the Disney World, and I I hope like I know uh, Florida's trying to uh, roll back their child labor laws right now, so I hope they make like a lot of like comments like about that. Like they're trying to make it to where if you're like 15 and 16 year old, like you can work like an overnight shift like wherever, and you don't need like the manager can force you into it and doesn't need to have like your parents sign off on stuff like that. Yeah, if, like Florida's awful. Let's just be real. Like like I. I don't ever want to live there, but like love to visit. Oh, great to visit. <laughs> what a great time to visit. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> God bless. But yeah, GTA six, everybody 2025. It's real. It's happening. Get ready. I uh, will make sure we have friend of the show 
Carlos, on. Don't worry, Los will come on for GTA. Yeah, I, like and that and Invincible. I think that's the only thing he comes on for. Yeah, he does like Invincible. You're right. Yeah, it's good. Good, good call. Good Did call, you? I, I watched that. Did you? And I've been watching. I've been watching that and The Boys on Amazon. But I've caught up on The Boys. Okay, yeah, I, I'm not. I still gotta. I still gotta work my way through it. It's. It's just not super jiving with me. Like I like it, but it's not like a. Oh, I gotta watch the next episode kind of thing. Does that make oh. sense? Yeah. So like that's why I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna pop over. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, I still have to watch Invincible season two part one. I haven't done that yet. I'll get around to that for sure. That's um, good. I know. I know. I've heard. I've heard it's real good. <laughs> Sixty three to seven. The Raiders just got a pick six. Joking. So Raiders defense. What a pickup. Wow, everybody that everybody that uh got Raiders defense, God bless you. Uh I don't even know if I'm going I hope I'm not going against them in the playoffs at all. No, I'm not. Okay, good. You, yeah, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Oh man. Sorry, boy. Thirty three points in our league <laughs> that worth that I'm in with you. One of them. From a from a defense, dude. Wow. Wow. And the fact that uh they keep D hopping is crazy or not D hop, Devontae Adams in too. So like my uncle Chris is gonna make sure it's real tight with Pete when we this first week of the playoffs. He's gonna make sure it's just real tight. Yeah. I, also, I was looking at because I I forgot that eight people made the playoffs in yeah. your league, and so I was like, oh man, I was like, P two having like you know being like the because he was the one or two overall. I think it was the one. And I was like, oh man, what a what a great week for him to have a bye. I was like, because he has a lot of bad matchups this week. I was like looking at he's facing a lot of tough defenses. And so I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, but he's fine. He's he's got the buy. And then I was like, oh wait, no. Do you think? No, uh, does it? Do you think when we started talking about sports, because your uncle has a lot of great matchups. Oh yeah. Do you think when we start talking about sports, Mike blacks out for a second and then he comes to while he's listening to this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. like he's like he's like ah he's like he's like ah I might just go for a quick rub and a tug. And yeah. And then he like wakes back. up. He's like oh shit we're back. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of that we're back mike godzilla minus one critically acclaimed getting listed as one of the best movies of 2023 as it should it's got numerous uh, nominations already as well um kind of weird that oppenheimer didn't get uh any didn't even make the list for the people that uh like the top like 20 for uh visual effects okay all right kind of weird dude literally made a fucking nuke but okay all right whatever kind of fucking weird you could have at least made the list. You didn't have to like be one of the nominees, but you could have like made the list, like top twenty list. Like, the fuck is wrong with it? It's fucking weird, dude. Whatever. Uh, Godzilla minus one's awesome though. Everybody, everybody should go see it. I don't. I want to see what is this ad on Rotten Tomato right now. Not that Rotten Tomato matters, but you know what I'm saying. Godzilla. It, it gives you like a barometer, like a little bit, and like, I know what you mean. Like, I still like, I still like it better than ninety seven. <laughs> And 98 so audience score, high, dude. It's usually pretty good. Woo! <laughs> Let's That's go. Really Godzilla supremacy, everybody. Zilla Dong wins. This puts to bed. It rests the yeah. case. Kong Dong, you're weak. Get out of here, dude. It's all about the Zilla Dong. And then on top of that, right, we had Monarch, which has been really good. And then we have the Godzilla and Kong like teaming up in the new movie. We got the trailer for that. That looked really cool. And each one of those different Godzilla projects is very much different than the others. And I love that. So it's great. Love it. I cannot believe it's 2023. And I, as a Godzilla fan, am happy and thriving. It's weird. Very, very weird. And I love it. 
There's there's a lot going on. Yeah, just give me a Godzilla game too while we're at it, man. Fuck it. Like give me a Godzilla game. Let's just do it. How would you do it? Would do you know, it would be do like, you know the my old, favorite like Godzilla that, Legacy of Monsters game where it was like a fighting game? Yeah, I was just gonna say that's literally my favorite one is the Godzilla fighting games. They are the coolest. And you have all the different kaijus and shit. It is the best. All the different versions of Godzilla and shit. Uh, 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 it was on the GameCube, it's so good. Fuck. Brings a yeah, tear to my eye, that's dude. what I was like. I was like, oh yeah, I remember playing that on the GameCube. Fuck, it's gonna bring a tear to my eye, dude. It's so good. I just we just found that the other day in our basement. We found it. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, that's that's actually really cool. Like, did you still have the uh the 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 box and everything? Wow. Did you look up how much it's worth? Like, no. is that gonna be worth like a decent bit? No, I did not. Physical media, baby. Yeah, it's true. But I'm so like, me and my brothers are just so excited. I'm just like, ah, oh, dude, we have it. I think we have like a bunch of our GameCube games and shit like down that and down there in a box somewhere in a bin somewhere. Yeah, but pretty, pretty fucking cool. Uh, very excited. Very excited for Godzilla. If you haven't seen uh, Godzilla Minus One actually got a theatrical. It was only supposed to be out here for a week in the beginning of December. They actually now have added more show times, I think, all the way through Christmas. So if it is in your area, go see it. You'll love it. You'll enjoy it. It's going to be great. Awesome fallout tv series from amazon prime coming next year in april we got the first trailer for that and i know bk you are excited yeah this looks looks good like as much as i like you know dislike amazon times like they'll at least throw a bunch of money at tv shows like they they won't be successful because they didn't you know throw enough money at it like it could be like bad script writing like whatever but it's never because they didn't you know try financially just to like make it a success and like looking at this there is a lot of money behind it it looks super super duper cool quick on godzilla destroy all monsters loose so just the disc itself 27.50 complete price so game with the the case nearly forty dollars 38.95 not bad dude not bad. I know. I wouldn't sell it because it's that's my my childhood. But oh yeah, I'm just saying. That's yeah, pretty good fine. though. Way to hold its value. If it's baby. brand new, if it's if it's brand new, like unopened, hundred ten bucks. Oh, that's actually pretty good. But fuck yeah. that. You know what I mean, fuck that. Um, Overwatch two season eight has kicked off December fifth. New hero and all that good stuff. Um, next time we get Mike on. Which fun fact that does remind me, Mike did tell me currently his new work days. Well, he'll be off on Tuesdays. So, moving forward, I said I'll keep that in mind and try to get gaming shows on Tuesdays. Sunday, also, he said, too, but Sundays are weird because of football. You know what I mean? It just depends on how I feel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or do some, like, episodes like, on Tuesdays. You know? Oh, yeah, good call. We love yeah. them. And honestly, you know, like, they do the, they perform the best out of all of our shows. It's so like, weird. Let's just be real. It's so weird, they, you know they, what I mean? They perform the best. Maybe because it's, like, Christmas, like, they, they don't, they come very infrequently. So everyone's like, oh, right, they're here. It's here again. Yay! We besides! <laughs> yeah, what's up, we? <laughs> um, but then also with, like, Sundays, you know, I mean, the Bears are playing better. The NFC sucks. Like, they, mm-hmm. the Bears have a an outside shot at making the playoffs here. So, mm-hmm. you know I mean? You're playing meaningful games, so I'm so locked like, in. You, know, you gotta, you gotta stay. Yeah, you gotta stay locked in. You gotta the stay kicker, focused. though, the Bears got better once I stopped watching. So I have, I'm not gonna watch. Um, I actually have not watched in quite some time live. I literally am at the gym and I'm like doing a lot of my errands on Sundays afternoons. So 
I'm just like lifting while the bears are doing their lifting. You know what I'm saying? So I got to keep it going. So I don't expect to be home Sunday. I expect to be out uh, doing my thing. Let's see. Oh, boy, just text me. I hope it's a good. He said, of course, I'm going against the Raiders defense. Why wouldn't I be? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so fucking shitty. Oh, poor buddy. Did he just see? He probably just yeah, saw it. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, Insomniac got hacked. That is shitty. Um, super, super shitty. And also during this, uh, there's some leaked stuff about Wolverine as well. Um, but leaked documents do also such a, a suggest a Spider-Verse game. Uh, and that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me one bit. Not with how successful the movies have been. I mean, they've just been... Everybody talks about it, and the animation's great. So, like, I think the what would be hard to replicate Spider-Verse-wise is, like, if, the, if they're trying to go for, like, that animation style is trying to replicate that in a video game. Like, that um, would so kind of be tough. They won't be able to do it 100% because, I'll explain now, in Spider- Well, I think it's already in the Miles Morales game. You can get the skin, too. But in Spider-Man 2, you can get Miles' skin that's literally from the movie. And when you're using it, it it does the animations of the movie so like everything around you moves in that way you as you're moving that way so they did do it really cool but at the same time i'm always like i like this but i don't think i could play a full game this way so like i don't think they'll be able to do that what i think this is going to be if they do a spider-verse type of movie it's not going to be like the straight up miles morales across the spider-verse story it's just going to be like their version of like a web of shadows or like something where the other Spider-Man from other verses are going to come together. I don't think it'll be nearly as massive of a scale of the movie. We can't, you can't do that in a video game. You're just not going to be able to, but like I do like, I do like, I, I was thinking about that when, uh, when I saw this, cause I'm like, Oh, they already have the skin and like, it already does the animation and everything. So like they can, but it'll be a different version of it, but still cool. I'm ready for Gwen Stacy to show up in this universe. Like I'm ready. There you go. Uh, what I really hate about the uh, Insomniac hack and leaking, and we talked about this, they were releasing employee passports yeah. and everything like that, like kind of like personal confidential information and like not even necessarily for like higher ups. It's like, all right, like not that, that it's even necessarily cool for like to release that information for higher ups, but it's like, come on. Like, it's just. Uh, it's like it's it's real fucked up like just just because you want to see a video game that's it's it's such a crazy thing to me that like you see all these video game developers like like this happens i feel like once or twice a year now that like video game developers are getting hacked because people just want to see something before it's there like uh, you talked about it with the gta 6 trailer like Mm -hmm. it's because like people were just like I think I saw a tweet from, like, Alana Pierce. It was like, hey, can all these hackers, like, stop just, like, going after, like, video games? Because they want to say, yeah. kids, like, can you just, like, hack banks and just put, like, extra money in everyone's accounts? Like, do actually, like, good out in the world instead yeah. of just, like, actually just doing shitty things? Like, it's like, you have the power and the capability, but you're just not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. Like, I'm reading over it now. Um Appears to belong to insomniac employees, including at least one ex-employee who works at Disney after being laid off by the developer a couple months ago. Another personal document appears to be the voice actor who voiced uh, Peter Parker, which is Yuri Lowenthal, which is also Sasuke Uchiha. Uh, Other documents featured as proof of hack material include internal 
emails and signed confidential documents. The Rysita gang is saying Insomniac has been seven days before the full data set is published, but is also currently running an auction on the data, which starts at a price of 50 bitcoins, which is just over $2 million American. Um, yeah, it's just stupid. You know what I mean? Stupid. Um, better news. A24 is partnering with Kojima for a live-action Death Stranding. I like this, BK. I like this. I don't like Death Stranding, but I do like Kojima partnering with A24. I, I, <laughs> I know you don't like it. I like that game, I know. so this is this is cool. Uh, why can't I remember the actor's name right now? I, I, da- from uh, The Walking Dead. I just know his name Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead, but I can't remember his name. Norman right Reedus? Norman Reedus, thank you. Yeah, like... He's gotta be in the in the in the movie, right? Like, he's, he's well, I hope be. so. I hope he is. I mean, like, same, same with like Troy Baker and everyone else in the uh, all all the actual all the uh, VO cast. There we go. Like, it, they they got to right. Like, it's it just I don't know. His games are already like a movie in the first place, so it's like, why don't you just get the same people? I don't know. We'll see though. I don't know. Um. Video game year-to-date numbers from November. Let's talk about the best-selling games from November. First, we'll get into some of the year-to-date. Um, video game sales currently are up 1% year-to-date uh, year compared to last November uh, with over almost 50,000, uh, 50 million, whatever that number. Yeah, it's 50, 49,283 um, spending. It's pretty big. Uh Video game content, so like games, DLC, that's up 1% year over year. Video game accessories are up 1%. Uh, video game hardware is down a percentage, though. Uh, so there's that. Um, what else we got? Total video game sales in November uh, compared to November of last year, down 7%. Uh, I think all the numbers were actually down in November. I think that's just there wasn't a whole lot that came out that people were sinking their teeth into in November, I guess. Um, let's go through the best-selling games of November. At number 20, Just Dance 2024. Number 19, Minecraft. Number 18, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. 17, Star Ocean, the second story R. 16, NHL 24. 15, God of War, Ragnarok. 14, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. 13, Sonic Superstars. Number 12, Naruto Boruto, Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. Number 11, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Number 10, UFC 5. Number 9, NBA 2K24. Number 8, Mortal Kombat 1. Number 7, Super Mario RPG 2023. Number 6, EA Sports FC 24. Number 5, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh, Number 4, Madden NFL 24. Number 3, Hogwarts Legacy. Number 2, Marvel Spider-Man 2. And number 1, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, the best-selling game of November. Now, year to date, for the first time, could possibly happen that the best-selling game of the year might not be a Call of Duty or a Rockstar title. As of right now, the best-selling game of 2023 is Hogwarts Legacy. Kind of crazy. Followed by Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Marvel Spider-Man 4, Madden, Diablo 4, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Jedi Survivor, Mortal Kombat, and at number 10, Starfield. Pretty cool, dude, if if Hogwarts Legacy hangs on this last month and don't blow it. You know what I mean? It'd be kind of cool. 
It's It'd been be 15 very years. Cool. Just, just cause, yeah, because it, it'd just be something different. And so it's, and maybe, like, maybe we're, are we finally seeing the, like, fall off of Call of Duty? Is this finally, like, I mean, honestly, we've been, like, saying, like, when's it going to happen? Like, we've been saying that for the past five to seven years because we're like, well, it's going to happen sometime soon. It's got to. The other shoe's got to drop eventually, but hasn't until potentially this year. And, and honestly, not necessarily from out of nowhere, but but kind of yes. I mean, this is this is the first game in a in a uh, I don't want to say brand new video game IP, but like because there have been Harry Potter games before, but nothing really like this, like this, yeah. yeah. And so it it is like new and it's fresh. And so it we're also talking about like a lot of people in the video game industry just wanted this game to fail. Yeah, they, they really did. They they did not want this game to perform well, and they were making everyone feel bad for playing. Like a lot of people feeling bad, like oh no, you're a turf if if you're playing this game. And it's like oh, okay, man. like it's that is just not true. Like just just get off your high horse a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Let's have a conversation like adults. Yeah. Um So it's really great that uh that that, it, that it's it sold so well and like we've uh, talked on the podcast before like my wife came on and this mm-hmm. is the first time she's played a, a video game in like seven eight years it was this game that brought her out to play it so and i which i think speaks volumes right there absolutely what a great start to the year too with hogwarts legacy came out early at the beginning of the year and now here we go rounding out the end of the year it could hold on and be the best-selling game of the year very excited for that wish it would have got more love at the game awards it did not but it's all right. Fantasy Critic 2023. It is official, and this trend of new winners continues. This year, winning with 100.6 points, Joey Real Talk Catrano. Behind him in second with 97.6 points, BK. Behind them with 81.9, David. Behind him, is Mike with 75.4 points. Myself with 73.4 points. Nick with 60.3. Junior, 32.7. And bringing up the rear, Dan the Freakster Frigo, 8.7 points. Way to go, Joey. Congrats to Joey, everybody. Hell yeah, great year. Great year, Joey. Good shit, good shit. You almost had him, BK. You had him there. Hey, you know, I... It- I was looking. He still could have picked up a game or two. So honestly, it could have been even more. But if you're in his shoes, like right now, it's almost like you got the dub. So there's no point of picking anything up just in case yep. it does get. That you was literally where points. he was at. Yeah, so, I know. He talked about it with me. He's like looking at you. Like, yeah, he's like, I could get something. He's like, but I'm nervous that it's gonna fuck me. So like, I'm gonna just leave it be. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just leave it be. Do the do, do your victory laps. Shout out to him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now. Let's wrap this thing up with a Pornhub year in review for 2023. I have to post the actual, the good link in there because the link I posted was the 2022 one. You don't, you don't want that one, BK. You want the good one. Okay. Yeah, I want the good one. There you go, buddy. 2023. Let's do it. It's one of my favorite things we do on this podcast every year is to discuss the Pornhub year in review. Um, I think what we'll do is I like to go through the states that we live in, right? I like to do that. So we're going to do that. Um, most First of all, though, 
everybody, the f- most searched term of 2023. Hentai. Hentai. That's why the Weebisodes do so well. You know what I mean? Look at what they're looking up on here. We hentai, MILF, lesbian, Japanese, Panay, anal, Asian. I mean, anime. Like, that's why the Weebisodes are doing so well. Uh, the most popular porn stars. All right. Here we go. We got uh, number one, Abella Danger. Way to go. Nice. Classic. And she- wasn't that. Huh? Wasn't Raekwon Smith like talking to her when he was a bear or something like that? Wasn't he like spotted yeah. with her at one point? And, like yeah. That was the first time I'd ever heard about her because you were like, oh, Abella Danger. And I was like, don't know who that is. Oh, man. So, He's bringing B- it back. BK, BK's been out of the Pornhub game for a while. Uh, Angela White at two. Uh, Eva Elfie at three, Lana Rhodes at five, and Violet Myers. Or uh, Lana Rhodes at four, I'm sorry, Violet Myers at five. So shout out to them. Both search porn stars. Um, I got to find the state one. Let's see. Most search term for 2023, lesbian, MILF, hentai. Nice. Way to go, guys. Uh, all right, here's the states. Illinois' top rel- relative search, ass eating. Nice. <laughs> uh north carolina for joey and bk bubble butt okay all right um ohio small dick <laughs> oh man um i like north dakota's loud wet sex that's like real specific <laughs> It's like who's typing that in? Are, are they even putting in commas or yeah. are they just putting- <laughs> all together just loud wet sex? Uh Iowa, you they're out here watching cartoon porn. Good on them. Good on them. Uh let's see. Alabama fingering myself. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, Arizona. I forgot about Arizona for Dan. Car sex. Car sex is the most relative search out there in Arizona. Um Maryland, right? We could do Maryland for you, BK. Glory hole. Glory hole. It's the search there. <laughs> um, you have another state you'd like me to tell you? Well, I, I have the, oh, the you're looking most, at right most now. viewed categories. Oh. Um, guess what America's is, the most viewed category in America. Uh, is it MILF? No, it's Ebony. Oh, nice hey do you know the most time spent per visit in the world on Pornhub is the Philippines with 11 minutes and 15 seconds yeah those are the that's a okay the United States 9 minutes and 57 seconds getting in and out yeah who spends the least amount of time Mexico 9 minutes and 24 seconds like they're, they're, they're there to do a job. <laughs> uh, time. The United States. What state spends the most time, BK? Longest time on Pornhub. Okay. Okay. Mississippi. Maryland. 11 minutes and 31 oh. seconds, dude. Whoa. They're, they're putting That's it on for you. Than- 
That's oh. way higher than the average. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The average duration wow. in the United States, yeah, nine minutes fifty. Wow. Um, let's see. North Carolina, eleven minutes and seven seconds. They're up there. They are up wow, there. They are. So who's who's bringing it down then? Who's, there it is. Like the least Lu- Louisiana, eight minutes and twenty-one seconds. They are quick. So they're. Yeah. <laughs> they are really quick. Oregon. They're really bringing it. Down. Just under nine minutes there for Oregon. Washington, North Dakota, Wyoming, they're all just barely above nine minutes. That's who's bringing our average down, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I have the time spent yeah. per visit now. I'm, I'm up on it. Yeah, Do wow. you know? It's <laughs> the favorite time to watch porn on Pornhub is 11 p.m. and midnight. Yeah. 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 And oh, I'm, the I'm mo- in bed. The least, the least popular day to watch Pornhub, Saturday. Yeah, but the most popular day, Mondays. Makes sense to me. Mondays. <laughs> People are like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah, yeah dude, <laughs> fuck this, man. Uh, I got to get to all the other video game stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, top gaining categories, no. Hey, shout out to categories views the longest. Small tits. Nice. Nice. Hey. Good shit, guys. Uh, let's see. Don't care about any of that. I don't care about any of that. Uh, yeah, we know Bella Danger. Shout out to her. Uh, let's see. Stays here. pulled up here. There it is. And like, wait, Go some ahead. of these are really funny. Go ahead. So <laughs> California, Asian stepmom. Oh, all right. All right. New York, body swap. Oh. What is that? I don't know what that means. <laughs> what is that? And then... <laughs> Some of these are really funny. Maine, what's a thruple? Oh, three people and a couple. Three people and then a couple? No, no, like three people in the relationship. People. So it's a couple with and a two a, people. A, a, oh, three people okay. in a relationship. So like it would be like, oh, so for instance, when Pete and Molly were here, we were going to play a game with everybody, and they told me I was a part of their thruple. So it was me, Pete, Molly, right? Gotcha. Thruple. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning stuff. Yeah. The, Missouri. What is transformation? I don't know what, what that means. What? Are they watching transformer porn? Like I don't know what's going on, dude. It's just Optimus Prime transforming over and over again. Also, <laughs> did you see how conceited Nevada is? Yeah, just Las Vegas. Vegas, and then Utah. They're also conceited Mormon. Yeah, f- <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> like now, what's super funny is so BK. Let me ask you a question. If you were to dabble in some porn, right? Are you watching it on your computer or are you watching it on your phone? Let's see. I'm a normal person. So you watch it on, on your phone. phone. Okay, cool. I'm glad. Chris, if you're listening, I hope you made it this far into the podcast to get to the Pornhub part. Because today, as we went through this today, he's like, I can't believe all these people are like watching it on their phone. And I didn't see the statistic until now. Yeah, 91.3% of us are normal and we watch it on our phone. He's like, why would you do that? You got this big monitor. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> Like, what do you mean? This is so comfortable. Like, in my, like, we were all talking about, like, well, because most people are probably, like, in their bed or, like, you know, wherever. And they're like, why would you do that? He's like, just sit in your chair and do your thing. I'm like, what? What? And, like, I, for a second, I'm like, am I weird? Because, like, I've never done that. That's weird. I don't want to do that. But, nope. 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 <laughs> not, not since smartphones came out. Yeah. I haven't done that since. Yeah. Um, 
traffic by operating system, Android users just a little above 50%, carrying the, the weight over the Apple iOS users. Uh, most people do use Google Chrome then more than Safari to do it. Nice. Nice. Incognito mode on Google Chrome. That does help everybody. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. Top video game consoles to most traffic on video game consoles. PlayStation owned the market with two different consoles. The PS5 got uh, 40.1 and PS4 got 41.6% of it. Jesus, dude. You PlayStation fuckers are horny. Use your phones, you weirdos. Uh, Xbox also got uh, 16.7. And the other, which I love that the other is listed as 3DS and the Vita. Who the shit is watching porn on their 3DS? I need to know. And, yeah, like, like their Vita. And their Vita still. Like, no, so this just goes back to that. Just like, this is why we call them Sony ponies because like these guys are unhinged. Like, they're doing it on their video game console. Like, imagine that controller. Just imagine it. Like, earlier, you were talking about you were talking about having a separate controller for your joystick. I, these guys have to have a separate controller for when they they, they go on to Pornhub. They're like, oh, I gotta get out my Pornhub controller. <laughs> like, um, the most searched movie and characters are as followed: Star Wars leads the way. Nice, just trailing, just behind him, Harley Quinn, Game of Thrones, Avatar. Why are you watching blue people fuck like that? <laughs> uh, Just watch Avatar. Yeah, really? What the fuck? Harry Potter, Wonder Woman, Black Widow, Catwoman, and Elastigirl. Nice. Elastigirl. Nice. <laughs> BK, the most searched video game of the year on Pornhub is... Do you know it? You taking a guess? it pulled up so that's why i can't guess oh okay it's for it's fortnite it's fortnite everybody with overwatch minecraft pokemon atomic heart hey joe you picked that game uh genshin impact resident evil valorant rounding it out there with legal Le oh, league of legends yeah mortal combat wow jesus christ dude <laughs> so, yeah yeah like I, was, I saw mortal combat in there and i was like whoa who the fuck's watching detroit become human porn dude like what is going on dude uh the most searched video game character like Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Fortnite, or like people don't see this at home, but like Fortnite is like more than double of the second second most searched for like Overwatch. Like Fortnite, like is running away yeah. with it. Yeah, running away. Running away. You're you're playing it on your video game con on your PlayStation, and then you get off of it. You pick up your Pornhub controller, and then you then you're searching for Fortnite on your and Sony I, PlayStation. And I hope you're using the content creator code Amnation Pod while you're doing it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the most searched video game character, Chun-Li from Fortnite, which is weird. That's not Chun-Li from Street Fighter. Why is it her Fortnite skin? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> so, 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 so people are searching. They're typing in <laughs> Chun-Li Fortnite. Hold on, dude. We're going to do some research live on the show here. I need to see like what comes up with that. I think the one year we did this, the what first, this? the first time we ever did this, we were at Joey's house with the little recorder, right? And Pokemon is obviously listed on here. And, like, we were like, what the fuck is Pokemon porn? So, literally, like, Joey's brother Sam put on, like, we searched Pokemon. It was, like, some bitch painted in yellow paint with, like, looked like Pikachu, like, getting railed. And it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen, dude. Like, man. Uh, Chun-Li, he said, it. right? 
Yeah. Oh, I, wow. Yeah. 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 That's definitely that. Yep. All right. That's Chun Li and Fortnite getting pounded. That is weird, everybody. Hold on. I got to look. <laughs> Tell everyone else the rest. I'm gonna okay. I got it. Tifa right behind her. God damn, dude. Bless Tifa. Bless her so much. Diva, Laura Croft, Lady Demestru from Resident Evil. Sonic? Sonic the Hedgehog. Kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> what's going on there, dude? Uh, Ada Wong, Resident Evil. Mario. Widowmaker, Mercy, Jinx, Ashley, yeah, Kirby's in here. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. Gar- Gardevoir from Pokemon. You sick motherfuckers, you. You sick son of a bitches, dude. You fuckers, man. That is nasty. Oh, it's so funny, though. Uh, did you find it, VK? Yeah. I did. There's. I, I even see mods of her just like... Yeah, naked in the game. <laughs> Uh, traffic changes on the holiday. Um, the most percentage drop off in the United States during a holiday, 33%. Thanksgiving, everybody. Thankful for you getting off the porn for Thanksgiving, everybody. Nice. Family time, truly. It truly was. Truly was. Also, um, the second most in the United States, not in the world, uh, the United States, there was a 10% people of traffic dropped off for Memorial Day. So God bless you guys for being respectful. That is cool. You know what I mean? Shout out, shout out to our, our service members. You know, that's the people who are showing respect. They say, hey, you know, you can't you you can't salute and jerk it at the same time. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man, this is funny. I love that shit, man. That is good shit. It's like one of my favorite things to do. So I'm glad we got to do that. I'm gonna like put a disclaimer in the episode. Like, if you jump to the two hour mark in the pod, you will get to the Pornhub part. I promise. You know what I mean? I know it's a it's a it's a it's a marathon <laughs> to get here, but we did it. Um, BK, anything else? No, I mean this is this is always like the best part of the year. It's, honestly, <laughs> like it's just it's just the. I remember the first year like you did it, and I was like, "Whoa!" There's a. I I, I had no idea that they had a year in review. I didn't uh, either. I should have known. Like they they give out scholarships. Like so. Like I mean, <laughs> I should have known, but uh, yeah, it's just it's great. <laughs> Shout out to all you video game lovers that also are checking out Pornhub out there on your PlayStations. Uh, shout out to you. Um, I still think that's probably a little bit less weird than doing it on your PC these days. You know what I mean? Just stop doing that. Don't do that. Yeah, like, I mean, when I was a younger man. Maybe. Yes, but then, like, but when smartphones came out. What a time. Did it. Did didn't need that. Didn't need also, it. <laughs> like, I, I like 2023, the trends that define 2023. Do you know what the number one trend was? Did you see that? No. The golden age. Because, like, nice. everybody saw the golden bachelor, and they were all, like, and I know oh. people were talking about that left and right. So, like, God shout out. And then the number, <laughs> number two trend, supersize. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> and then. And then the last, the number three trend or the defined 2023, sex machines. Nice. Nice, yeah. dude. I love this shit. It is the best every year. The best. It is. It's it truly best. is. Um, everybody, thank you. 
Thank you for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's at AmNationPod. Hit the follow button on all those. Listen on podcast platforms of choice, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, all that good stuff. Just search Amalgamation Nation. As I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, you can also look out Grace by Rain there as well. I'll be on there doing a cool Christmas episode you can listen to to bless your ears with. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, We did a sports episode already. We did a gaming episode now. So now all that's left to complete the end of the year is a episode. So, Mike, if you made it this long, I'm looking at you, buddy. Let's try and get that done this done maybe on Tuesday. Give everybody a special Christmas present. You know what I mean? We'll, you know, we'll get it done. Twitch.tv slash Undead Black Bulls, where you find David. Give him a follow and a sub. If you have Amazon Prime, you do get a free church gaming sub a month. We'll give it to Undead Black Bull. <clears throat> and as I mentioned earlier, and I've mentioned all show, Fortnite is a thing. So if you're out there on Fortnite right now, use that Epic Games content creator code AMNationPod. Get your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle skins it's a great time to be on there man teenage mutant ninja turtles teenage mutant ninja turtles turtle and a half shell power Woo! all right everybody you have yourself if you well you know i know we're gonna do another one but that's fine everybody have a great week i hope you enjoyed the pornhub review go do your own research right and as always you stay breezy